Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. While you're in sunny Florida, be sure to visit... Orlando! Enter into a world of epic adventure. I think I can bring my KO back to the next tournament. I think you should. And they're I a great to, army. I want to see them win. Yeah. I want to. I. I am gonna. You know what? Here's my. Here's my pledge. Maybe I should save this for the podcast. We are podcasting right now. So we are podcasting. Yeah. At this moment. In At this time, moment, we yeah. are. I, but I you're like, so far away. No, what what they call that in TV shows? It's a cold open. Cold, cold open. Cold this open. Is it we're doing right a, we're doing a cold open. We're going to continue doing cold opens where I just like start recording mid conversation. Oh my! And not uh, let us know about it. No, right? No, not even like just now. I didn't. I didn't even tell you. Yeah. I just started turning everything on. So here's my pledge. Okay. Um, and if you're listening, you probably don't know why, but I play KO next tournament. I'm going to come in the top three. That is wow. a bold pledge. The top three? I'm going to say it. Top three. That That's bold. I, I, I think a reasonable pledge would be top three order or top order. Hmm. I see your... You, you see what... I see where you're coming from. Yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot for top three. He said it. I'm probably gonna come third. He said it. You're going third. I'm, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess I'm coming third. I know, I know. I've seen you play. I know you can do it. I just need to, and and what I've been talking about that you may not have been recording. I, I'm, I need to play more. Mm-hmm. And once I play more, I'm not gonna make the mistakes I made. I'm a competitive person. And I'm I I'm gonna I'm gonna do better. And yeah. I think I think I can. Uh, I'm gonna beat you. If I'm top three, <laughs> you're gonna you're you're gonna come in fourth, Adam. I just want to say. I'm just gonna say I'm I'm gonna come in third, and you're probably gonna come in fourth. There have been two tournaments that we both in individually, and I want to say I fought, I I I was a little higher in the standing in both of them. Yeah, you did. But I think you're uh, you're resting on your laurels. And I'm going to take advantage of that. It's going to be his weakness. Yeah, going to bring him down. Yeah, I, you know you you've got a good point. You've done well, or like done, you know you've done you better know, than I have. I, I think in the uh, last two tournaments. But I think. Are you guys banging? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Never mind. There's a lot of other background things happening here in, in my household while, where we're recording in the in the, uh, the Orlando studios. Yeah, as long as it doesn't tell us to get out. Yeah, you know, we're all right. You can't control. That. You yeah, can't control. Actually, pretty, that. Be, pretty awesome, honestly. It yeah, like oh, wait, a special guest what? tonight, the, no the poltergeist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, damn it, you guys. That's great. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, this keeps coming back to the same I thing. I think we're going to, you and I are going to come in top five. You and I, I top think, five. And Mark. I think we're going to come in top yes. five. Mark, are you going to join us? I'm I, I'm going to show for the event. How about that? <laughs> I am going to pledge yes. <laughs> tonight that I'm going to show for the event. Yes. That That's is, my pledge. You know what else I saw? I just yep. want to put it out there right now, too, that uh, CCG2, they have a, what do you call it, a team tournament coming up they call it a tag team yeah. tournament. there's a team tournament coming up it was 750 points each okay 
and they said no restrictions for alliances. Oh, really? Yeah, so you you don't have to ally within your own grand alliance. That sounds pretty amazing. Yeah, that so you sounds could like be, a lot of fun. You, know, you could be, you know, uh, Chaos and Daughters of Cain could team up. I like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When yeah. when is that? Um, I don't starting? remember off the top of my head. Okay, the, right. but I will uh, put it in the show yeah, notes. Let me know. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I was thinking also I might start doing this thing where I like cut in the middle of the episode and do yeah. like editor's note remember the comic books like stan stan lee used to cut into the comic books like little editor's note that was like this happened an issue this and yeah. this happened in that exactly you know, this is what this that's what they're talking about here yeah. i might just like cut in and say like you know announcer voice oh that tournament will be on this date you know i don't know yeah, there we go. we'll see we'll see what's happening i'm learning to podcast as we do it you know you learn as you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so hey Welcome to Warlando. Welcome. Hey, welcome. We are uh, Warlando. My name is Adam, and with me tonight is Nicholas and Mark. Yeah, we are uh, the three Warlandos. We are the three Warlandos. So tonight we are going to talk about, uh, among many other things, we're going to talk about Shaish, the realm of death. Oh, this one I like. It's like, you see what, like, the death rattle, <laughs> you know, <laughs> your last dying breath. Haley, my wonderful wife, was just telling me that there's going to be a new bar downtown Orlando that's Halloween-themed bar. So, I, mm-hmm. yeah, like, it sounds okay. like they're actually going to invest. It's the same people that uh, opened the Joystick Bar downtown, so really? it's going to be, like, really themed... That's going to so beat the christmas theme bar that's downtown right now. Uh, <laughs> the christmas theme. Yeah, have you been there? Th- there's a christmas yeah, theme bar Yeah, I, I, I wandered in there one night. I had no idea. Yeah, Why? Uh, I don't know. Just like how there's I, like uh, channels on like uh, whatever your streaming service that you can get Christmas music all year long. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who needs that? That that, <laughs> that, 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 that is my hell right there. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I feel like, okay, I could do Halloween all year long. Oh, absolutely. And I, but yeah. I, 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 I'm willing to fly my freak flag and understand that I'm outside of that norm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That being said, I feel like someone that's Christmas all year long is way bigger of a freak than someone that's Halloween all year long. Well, that's how we feel. <laughs> you know? That's got to be yeah. like... Because, Nicholas, I mean, like, Mark and I are definitely more in that Halloween spectrum, a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but what about... I mean, you think you do Christmas... Like, if Christmas was a 365... You know, I was just actually talking to my wife about this this morning, I think, in that... Okay, so we just got Universal Passes uh, maybe a month ago, maybe Good a month fun. and a half. Universal Studios, a yeah. popular attraction here in town. Yeah, yeah. and we, um, you know, we have a daughter, and and we've been doing Walt Disney World, you know, uh, passes for the last also few years. Also, somewhat popular. Yeah, you know, some a little bit. You know, some mm-hmm. people know about that, and uh, um, but she's in school all all week, and I have Fridays off. Um, and so uh, we uh, we decided to do Universal passes. So um, we're going to Universal, and you know my daughter's at school. So we have you know like a you know part of the day that we can go there and just like hit it up. And my wife is like huge Harry Potter fan. That's and the so place to go for the that. Universal, that is you know, great. 
uh, Diagon Alley and uh, Hogsmeade and or uh, you know yeah is 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 like to her just like blowing her mind and uh, and you know we were talking about this morning um, about you know we were walking Christmas. through and we were taking the train from Diagon Alley to Hogsmeade and when we went before Christmas when we got our passes it looked amazing like. You go into this train station and you're walking through and you see all these like Christmas decorations and it just felt like so good. You know, like it felt like the movies just Mm -hmm. really decorated well. And now it's after Christmas and we were walking through the train station to get from Diagon Alley to Hogsmeade and it was like, huh. Kind of a letdown. It was a letdown. Like it was just, you know, stacks of suitcases waiting to be put where they're going to go and yeah. all these things. And it was like Christmas feels so good because there's like this level of decoration and this enhancement that comes in that just makes everything brighter and fun and happy Yeah, for right. people who like Christmas. Now mm-hmm. you may be thinking and just like, I hate Christmas. No, that just like angers me out. The- but you're probably, you probably <laughs> have something else that you really like that you go, man, this mm-hmm. just enhances it. And that made me think, yeah, Christmas ends, but then why do we go to nothing? Why don't we have this level of decoration or this level of enhancement to make things look fun and good and happy or yeah, mean I mean, and angry? Whatever floats your boat. You're you know, already up there taking down the Christmas decorations. Why not put something else yeah, right up? You know, or yeah, like a like, seasonal Yeah, overlay. exactly. Why does it now need to feel like something's gone mm-hmm. when Christmas is over? Like, yeah, we want to celebrate things and make it feel special. Mm-hmm. But then why does it have to feel bland afterwards? Well, do you think it's that, that, that blandness that, uh, you know, when the time comes around again, it makes it and enhances it so much because you've been at this, you know, just this blah plateau, you know, for so long. And then all of a sudden it comes back around and it's like, oh, heightened tenfold. But so now you're talking about like dulling your senses yeah, so that. For a short period of time, you recognize the heightened sense. Exactly, you just become comfortably numb for a while. Well, there's also that you know people get seasonal depression. Oh yeah, and like that's the the time of year when the days are shortest. You're getting to the winter solstice, so like people might overcompensate. You have all these crazy lights and decorations everywhere to remind you, like, oh, you know, it's not darkness all the time. You know, yeah, uh, that's that's a reason to celebrate that part of the year this is like oh this is as dark as it's ever gonna get everything's gonna yeah. be better for the rest of the year after right. this and we're gonna fill yeah. it with twinkling night lights yeah yeah twinkling so, lights. Yeah. yep but you know like to 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 bring it back to what you were talking about like yeah you guys might be more into like the halloween scene um you know or the horror scene really and yeah. and, and and um but i think uh yeah like the same thing it's whether it's Christmas or Halloween, why does it have to? Why does the heightened excitement have to go away? Yeah. I'm a big Halloween fan now, actually. Yeah, awesome. I didn't. I didn't grow up a Halloween fan only because, like, I grew up a you know in a conservative, like, evangelical Christian like family, and so Halloween was like what it's evil. Not, yes, this is <laughs> the, the harvest festival, not <laughs> Halloween. You know, and <laughs> yeah. And that, and, now and, you're like maybe, hail Satan. Yeah, 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 right. And and maybe that's not what my parents said, but it was like the community in which it was like handled. So, but now I'm like, you know, my wife was, you know, was really into Halloween, and I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Like we're out trick or treating, and we're mm-hmm. doing all this stuff, and I've, I have like getting 
sorry, I hit this mic here, but um, getting into the, uh, um, you know, getting into horror films and things. I've, I've definitely like as growing up, like getting into these like things where we'll I'll have like a B movie fest and oh yeah, it's all like yeah. really fun. Yeah, it really is. Um, That's the whole point of it. Yeah. So I. I think a themed bar or mm. whatever downtown like Halloween is like, yeah, that, that would really last for a long time. Oh, yeah. I think it, um, it'd be fun to step into. But yeah. now that you've said that, it'd be fun to step into a Christmas place. Like, particularly talking about Hogsmeade, the only time you really see Hogsmeade in the movie franchise is during the holidays when there's snow on the ground. Yeah. You know? I right. Mean, yeah. You go to Hogsmeade in Universal and there's snow on the buildings, even though it's, the, you know, the, the, the middle of July. summer. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it wasn't that fun. Hogsmeade or Christmas? <laughs> the Christmas bar. I'm sorry. Oh, the Christmas yeah, bar? No, mm. it, it wasn't that fun. Yeah. I mean, I mean it was It was like, hey, okay. Uh, what was it like? Uh, it was it, it's, it was not peace on earth for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just felt innately wrong. Okay. You know? So not a, a Halloween bar, though. No, I could totally do that. Yeah. Okay. I, Absolutely do I, that. And, and I would agree with that. With I that. think a Halloween bar would would go beyond, yeah. be like a whole year more than Christmas. Oh, exactly. would. Yeah, because Christmas is a little bit cheesy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I feel like it's a little you know like yeah you got the you got the elves and we're making toys and Santa <laughs> Claus and you know the the you yeah, know, yeah nutcrackers and mice and cookies. Now if Krampus and, came in and took uh, over for you know maybe a couple of weeks. Yeah, you throw a little of that in there, a little Krampus. Yeah, a little yeah. of that. Ooh, it's Krampus element. night. Yeah. You know, yeah. things are a little dirtier, a little seedier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got the red light outside going. Yeah, <laughs> or or like we just did in that other episode we recorded you're talking about your uh impish right with, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's why he, yes yeah <laughs> that was amazing yes uh, yeah, my, my son my son and my daughter want me to dress as a uh, bell schnickel from the office and <laughs> and, and, and that's and that's how they want to do their uh, their christmases from now on so <laughs> nice. so this um Transition time, talking about Halloween, a big part of Halloween is this whole uh, concept of memento mori, which is, I don't know the exact Latin translation, but it's remember that we all shall die, you know, remember Mm -hmm. that death is out there for all of us, memento mori. So tonight we're going to talk about the realm of death. I love it. Yes. Yes. Uh, I was thinking that in uh, Dune... When he uh, starts talking about the shy halub, when they're gonna get up on the worm, and like anytime he says shy halub, everybody else goes shy halub. Uh, maybe we you want to do that tonight with shyish? Oh, yeah, yeah, we could. Uh, yeah, so, shyish, shyish. Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. We, okay. That, that they'll probably get really that annoying so really soon. <laughs> <laughs> so as we go into that, we're um, one of the other things we're talking about is getting our skirmish groups ready. Yes. Uh, so what you guys were just saying to me before we started recording really took a lot of weight off my shoulders that I didn't even realize was there looking at my like hobby shelf of shame. So mm. what, what were you guys talking about? Well, I, I, I think this is really tough and I think it's for, I mean, it, it a lot of people can relate to it is getting into the hobby and just taking on more that they can handle at the time. You know, if, if unless your entire day is devoted to the hobby which a lot of us, well, we don't have that luxury. No. <laughs> um, you know, it's and, and we're just trying to steal time, I feel like, during the day 
to be able to get into the hobby and being able to get together and play a game. Uh, so it's it's a matter of limiting what you're exposed to. So uh, what I was talking about was, you know, I have a lot going on, a lot of projects, lot, you know, outside of the hobby, just life in general. So um, what I've done was, we talked about the skirmish game. We had set a point limit, and I was determined to, you know what, I'm going to take that point limit, and I'm going to build my army, and I'm going to set those models that I have aside. I'm going to build those models. I'm going to put those models aside. Everything else, I'm going to tuck away right now. I am going just to tuck get, it back. Just tuck it back and get them out of sight. I know that they're there. <laughs> yes, not like Buffalo Bill style. I'm not sorry. That yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> but but I'm going to pack them away. I know they're there, but it's going to be. Once again, I made the reference, but. <laughs> I know it's back Good. there. <laughs> I, know, I know it's back there. I know it's there. But I can't but see it. But up front, I can't see it. <laughs> and therefore, it's not a concern. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like a different person because of it. Yeah. You've got... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a totally different person right now. <laughs> would you Would you skirmish me? I'd skirmish me. <laughs> Uh, you're so fortunate you have a full-size mirror in this room right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, that that just that idea just, just took a weight off my shoulders. Now I'm going to just focus on picking out a few of my favorite models that mm-hmm. I think will fill out a 250 yeah. point. We're talking 250 exactly. point skirmish. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. 250 point skirmish. I'm going to pick that out. Uh, Nicholas, what about you? Uh, do you have your your 250 points already identified? Um, for for our new skirmish campaign, for our new mm-hmm. skirmish campaign. Um, I don't think so. Not quite yet. Um, the uh, well, I have a, a full painted army for KO now, which mm-hmm. easily I could take two hundred and fifty points and create like a skirmish army with that. Yeah, but I definitely want to identify maybe maybe not KO. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to paint some paint something new for yeah. this skirmish campaign, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure yet. Yeah, I haven't quite fully identified exactly what I want to play. Are you thinking Night Hunt? Is well, that, I, is, that, is, is I'm that glad, that's why I was asking because, it, yeah, what you because I have too. a Death Army, but you have I a don't have army. a Night Hunt army, right? And I have a Night Hunt army, but they're both in the Death Death Correct. faction. What were you going to do, Mark? Well, chaos. I'm not saying. <laughs> oh. Well, oh, well, okay, so it's chaos of some sort. <clears throat> it's definitely a chaos branch. Okay, so fine, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> we already established you don't have any other Warhammer models <laughs> other than chaos. Everything. Well, they keep putting out so many cool ones. They do, you know. And, and I just, is, I was like, such maybe I'll range. try. Oh no, 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 gotta have this now. Yeah, so so I did just pick up the new Gloom Spite Glitz. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we agreed. We finally settled on what they were actually the called. The Gloom Spike Gits. The Gits. The Gits. Yes, the Gits. Please put, listen yeah. to the, episode, the last episode the if you want to. Oh, uh, my God. We had so much trouble. I can't believe we talked for two hours before we finally <laughs> we said, it oh, wrong. Ah, it's shit. Gits. <laughs> Gits. What the hell? Whatever. Because it, like, it was like an epiphany. It was like, uh, it was just, yeah, it was like not even an epiphany. It was just like all of a sudden I was like, wait, what? We've been saying that 
that's wrong. Did I say that? I said glitz. That I, that was my fault. It was glitz. So, it was so fun for me afterwards, like putting the episode together and like identifying the moments. Like, okay, here's where we said it wrong, and here's where we reconfirmed it was wrong, and here's where we confirmed again the wrong thing. Exactly. Thinking that we were right, right? You know? yeah. So, yeah. And then the nice. moment we were like, nope, nope, uh, what? Ah, uh, no, it's the yeah. same thing. So I think I might actually put together. The Gloom Spike gets. That would be fun. I picked up the book. I yeah. have most of the models that I want for it. Yeah, for, a, say, for a skirmish. How is yeah. the book so far? It's good. Yeah. There's a lot to it. Yeah. Just like I, f- I feel like the death book, there was a lot to it. There's a lot of models to cover. Because it's not a new faction, mm-hmm. I feel like the new factions in, in Age of Sigmar are fewer models yeah so like the ko the ideneath uh the ideneath uh deepkin yeah um yeah i agree you know some yeah. of the other the new like fire slayers uh they're newer factions not counting stormcast stormcast that there's just a, a like a fuck ton yeah. of <laughs> models well, it's all s- Centered around that. Yeah, really, was that was that know? an empirical or metric fuck ton? Oh yeah, well you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. two point two thousand. Yeah, yeah. T O N or yeah. T O N and E. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The the British fuck ton. Okay. Um, <laughs> the uh, so so I feel like um, gloom spite gets is like death in that there's this established army. And they're just kind of creating some boundaries to it and some extra rules to it. But it's like you've got the spider fangs, you've got the moon clan, you've got the trogoths. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. You, yeah. They've even added the the ale guzzler gargant oh, into it. Great. So that's awesome. You've got uh, all these models, and it's just a big book. That's three. That's three different, four different types of like ranges of models you could and you could go through there right and just devote completely to one of those yeah. sub-factions you could just say i'm trogoth army yeah and you could build something that would be competitive entirely for trolls. That. yeah um and and so i have a lot of the mo- models of course i don't have the newer models yet i wanted to get the book first and then look over what i wanted from that good you know? yeah and, that's and, smart and see, that, like, I, I appreciate your discipline <laughs> so <laughs> so i I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pick up some newer models probably, but I want it to be strategic. Yeah, and I have a lot of the you know the shootas and the stabas, and I have the trogoths. I have a lot of reaper trogoths. Yeah, I don't have a lot of warhammer. I have a few warhammer mm-hmm. or GW trogoths, but um, I have a lot of reaper trogoths, and I have um, uh, honestly because. Back in eighth edition, you know that we were playing. Yeah, uh, I felt like the Reaper stuff that had come out was cooler than the yeah. GW stuff. Yeah, and so I, I know, you know, so I bought a lot of Reaper stuff for that, and I feel like I'm going to play with the Reaper stuff because I thought it looked better. Yeah. Now they've changed the design of the Trogoths and they've come out with newer stuff since then. But I'm like, sorry, I've already bought this other Reaper stuff. I'm going to play with that. Yeah. Like, it's you know. Back when you had those models, I didn't like them. So I didn't buy them. I bought something else. Something from the other range. Yeah, so I'm still going to play, I think, the Reaper stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, and the Spider Fangs, like, I've got the Arachnerod. Yeah, and you've got all those Spider Riders. Gigantic Spider. Oh, I, I took, like, a GW Goblin and put him on top of the Reaper 
spider that giant I spider. think I got during one of our drafts. Oh, yep. I can't wait for that. Oh, and I did see your email yeah, about that, and I'm so disappointed. So that's it's delayed, and I didn't get to read the entire email. Mm. So why? What is the reason? The why shutdown. The so, Reaper. Yeah, it was the government shut down, completely shut down our miniatures disbursement. Oh. Uh, if anybody else is Congress, us, damn you. <laughs> uh, we uh, we are big fans of the Reaper miniatures range, and we've been. This will be the third year in a row, third time in a row that we've participated in the Reaper Bones Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So this is their fourth Kickstarter, th- third time we're participating in it. And it's uh, a big deal uh, watching them go from design to the facilitation, the creation process, and then having it, you know, all created in China and then shipped over here to the United States. And then they uh, uh, package everything and then they disperse it to uh, the Kickstarter people. And so we, this time's the earliest wave we've got in. We got in wave two this time. Hmm. So great, right. we're wave two. Good but, job, guys. Uh, what I think is fascinating is that um, the last shipment that's coming out of China is was late. So because that last shipment was late, they're not going to disperse anything until all shipments have arrived. And it takes a month for their shipment from China to get to Texas. How amazing is that? Like in, in today's day and age, yeah. it takes a month for this <clears throat> container ship to get sure. from China yeah. to Texas. Yeah. Uh, it's fascinating. It's fascinating to see like uh, this level of manufacturing that I don't have to deal with that yeah. like it, it's out there <laughs> that affects everybody. Uh, and I've been, I participated in Kickstarters that have crashed and burned. Uh, I don't know if anybody else there is uh, listening that participated in the Evil Dead uh, board game Kickstarter, oh, but God. I invested my $80 that I'll never see again mm. uh, because they're, it, it looked like it was going to be fantastic. I'm a huge Evil Dead fan, and uh, what they were proposing was really uh, aggressive and really like a fantastic, um, fully fledged experience for people that are fans of the game. Just it was going to be like a Silver Tower, but in the Evil Dead franchise. Uh, anyway, so that failed. This Kickstarter, these guys are not going to fail, but they have been delayed because of this process. So. What they said fulfillment was they they're not going to distribute everything until they have everything so it's once that last shipment container arrives then they split everything up to uh ship out so now we're looking at um first of march is when they're expecting that last container so it's probably even though they were talking about february disbursement now it's looking like it's going to be a uh, mid to late march before they start mm. shipping out this kickstarter yeah All right yeah, that was a long-winded way to get there. So yeah. to say, late March. Yeah, <laughs> that's disappointing. But uh, yeah, what are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah, whatever. But that uh, talking about the Kickstarter, there's all those mushroom people that are in the Kickstarter. I know. Fit right in with your gloom spike glitz. I know. Yep. So anyway, I think that's what's gonna be my uh, my skirmish army. I like so that. So yeah. do your night hunt. I think I will know? do night hunt. Then. Do your chaos, yeah. and I'll do my uh, my gits. Yeah, yeah. I like gits. it. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's it. We're gonna get to work on our 250 point skirmish army. Hey, yep. I got mine picked out and been working on it. Oh, Worked on it awesome. actually. And, and some it's a today. surprise too. Yeah. Oh, You're yeah. not gonna let us know, even though like we, you know what we're doing. I'm but sure you, you know, know. you've got like big factions. And yeah. I've got different. I got a big faction. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Back your faction off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, you guys been working anything uh, hobby wise? No, I, I I've just been trying to like dive into this gloom spike gets and just wrap my head around everything that I'm reading in that book and just trying to figure out which direction to go in because yeah. there's so many directions to go in. Mm-hmm. So I've just been trying to figure out there like, uh, you know, like, and then, um, so there's, yeah, so there's that I've, I've been trying to just figure out like so many directions, so many directions to go in where do, which direction do I want to go in? I've, I'm, I'm feeling sp- spider fang. Mm-hmm. Direction, mm. just because I love the spiders and the Arachnorock. Yeah, that model is just so awesome. That's a beautiful one. And then the tiny spiders, and then that Reaper model that I have with the gigantic. Yeah, it's my gigantic spider. I don't feel like they. The gigantic spider is only a hero. The gigantic the gigantic spider hero is only six wound hero. Mm. So really, what that means is they took a four wound goblin hero and they made him a six wound goblin hero with the gigantic spider i don't like that i i I don't think they balance that well yeah because the spider is multiple times the size of that goblin why is it only an extra two wounds what's a vampire lord um Oh, geez. Off the top of my head, I don't know, but yeah, the Vampire Lord, I think, might be five wounds, maybe. Yeah. Um, so It I, does seem low. I mean, I, I would expect a goblin hero to have not many hit points, but you'd think a gigantic spider would have a lot of hit points. Yeah. That should like, even out somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Six, six sounds I was low. thinking. I was thinking at least seven or eight. Yeah. Um, One for each leg. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, <laughs> well, anyway, so... Um, so there's that. So I'm just trying to figure out. But I, I, I think I'm going to go Spider Fang. I'm going to put some Trogoth in there, of course. And I think I'm going to, you know, we'll see. Yeah. What I'm trying to do is maximize on lots of goblins, trying to get a little bit of better to hit, a little bit of better to wound, um, because they're horrible on the hit to hit to wound uh, stats. Yeah. And I'm just trying to figure out like how to get those those dialed in. Just mm-hmm. maximize on. And that that whole book deals so much mortal wounds. Yeah, that's what also too. Just trying to figure out what maximizing on everything being able to do mortal wounds. I don't want to miss out on maximizing mortal wounds on people. It seems like this AOS two point It's all about mortal wounds. Yeah, I, I feel like um, save rolls. I feel, I haven't run into situations where save rolls really seem to matter anymore. It's anything that you have after the save. You know, yeah, the, uh, for the Dars that came, fanatical yeah. faith. Like I'm not even thinking about like most of them have a six up. Sometimes you get a five up, normal save, but you can consistently count on the five up, six up, fanatical faith save. That's all I, I don't even worry about because most of what I face has rend anyway. Mm-hmm. And so the first save hardly right. ever even happens. Right, it's the mortal wounds and being yeah. able to do mortal wounds and and to have other armies that have high saves that don't have mortal wounds that, that don't have a save for mortal wounds. It's you gotta get those mortal wounds. Yeah, it's yeah. all mortal wounds these days. Yeah, you ever see Fletch? You know that movie Fletch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's impersonating some airline mechanic. He's like, ball bearings. It's all ball bearings these days. Like, <laughs> anyway, it's one of those lines. So now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sigmar. It's all it's all mortal wounds. It's these all days. mortal wounds these days. Um, and then uh, other than that, just uh, like I was telling you guys, just trying to um, control my my space, my Warhammer space. Just trying to redesign wh- where I'm putting things, and like we were talking about, like how I set them up, 
putting out things of priority, things I've done, I'm really all about right now, like display the stuff that, that you've painted yeah. and that you've built you and need put, to it, do that. put it yeah. in places that you can admire yeah. it and it excite yourself about what you've done because that only gets you excited about continuing it. So don't just paint the models and put them away in a shelf that you can't see or like a drawer or a box. Like get it out there. Get the stuff you've painted on the shelf that you can see and in, in your walking, you know, path. Yeah. And, you know, um, anyway, so, uh, you know, just designing that space and just trying to maximize on, you know, where I put stuff in, in my hobby space. It's important to be worried. What's that, that yeah. show right now with the, uh, the Marie Kondo. Yeah. About like, uh, you know, get rid of everything. If it doesn't give you joy. Yes. Yeah. All Warhammer stuff gives me joy. Yes, yes. So don't get rid of anything Warhammer. Don't think of it. Yeah, literally, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like from like Fifth Element, like yeah, uh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ruby Rod. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Mark? What have you been doing? Well, I've been working on the uh, the Warband for our skirmish campaign. So uh, you've been working. You've got yeah, your secret project. No, I got it going on. So I picked my two hundred fifty points, set them aside. So I'm really focusing. And is it on new stuff? I'm 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 bringing some back out that I haven't uh, that I was working on before. Nice. Put it aside, and then I was like, you know what? Let's bring this out. I'm now. excited. There's a lot of and stuff that you up. used to play with that I haven't seen in a long yeah. time. So mm. yeah. yeah. So this this is one that I've been wanting to use. There was one actual specific character I'll say that okay. I, I've been wanting to use because uh, I thought it would be good in a skirmish campaign. So gotcha. uh, we're gonna bring him out. And Tim? Uh, see what it does. Ooh, Tim. Oh, Tim the Tim. Enchanter. Tim, Tim. Yeah. Tim's been put away, but uh, okay. man, he's still put away, but he might All have right. to make a. It would be great to see Tim the Enchanter back Tim. on the table. Yeah. Little, that was fun. His rabbit familiar. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. He's got huge fangs. Huge fangs. fangs. <laughs> and he can leap. Big teeth. <laughs> Rip your head off. Yeah. Oh, which I hear is on Netflix right yes. now. Oh, yeah, it is. Yep. It yeah, is. Yeah. Like everyone uh, must see uh, that. Don't, we don't even say the title of the movie. Only the people that are in the know mm-hmm. should deserve no, to know no, the title no, of the movie. Exactly. And if not, scour Netflix. Watch everything until you yep. find out about Tim and a rabbit. Also, Tim. I believe our local uh, cinema house, Enzion, mm. is uh, doing that too. Oh, really? I believe at the end of the month. So sometime oh. soon, they're going to oh, be doing be that. fun night. As, as part of their cult classic nice. nights. I so, did yeah. actually see it in the theater one time. It was when I was a kid. The first time I saw Monty Python was in a, a redistribution you theater. Just gave it away. I just gave it away. I didn't say the <laughs> title of the movie. Yeah. Way to go. So, you like, just, I you've it ruined down. Christmas. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined it. No, man, we're back to Christmas again. Oh, <laughs> ruined oh, Christmas. We're not in the Christmas <laughs> bar when I ruined Christmas. Uh, but, yeah. No, the Christmas bar ruins Christmas. <laughs> Speaking of bar, we're all drinking drinks tonight. Yeah, what are and, we drinking? Uh, we're drinking some dead guy. Dead and guy, I, yeah. And you know, rogue dead guy. Exactly. Why? Uh, well, I thought, what better beer to drink if we were talking about shaiish? Shaiish. Shaiish. <laughs> and and? I picked up another. And I said I would get this last episode. And we were talking about Old Rasputin. Ooh. And I was thinking, who would make an awesome necromancer yes. in the realm of Shayish? I think it would be this guy right here. Rasputin. Yeah. Yeah. Rasputin. Not the dead guy, but the old Rasputin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He and, probably, like in the real world, he was a necromancer. Yeah, pretty yeah. much so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, and <laughs> so he probably would have aligned with Nagash. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I can see him signing up right away. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to identify a model and I'm going to I'm going to mod it for Oh, you need recipe. to do that. That's yeah. awesome. That is awesome. That's a great idea. Do that. All right. That's my that's my ulterior hobby requirement. Okay. I like that for People, next time. Like different tournaments, they do like a like a I know I think PACA the Wapaka tournament, mm-hmm. which I think is happening right now, because we're recording this late January. I think it's it's happening around now, which is such a fascinating thing. Mm-hmm. If you if you haven't heard of it, check out the Point Hammer podcast. They talk about it, the Wapaka mm-hmm. tournament up there in uh, some of those northern places. I don't care. We're in Florida, <laughs> some place with snow. No, exactly. But they do great coverage on that. Oh so. man, yeah. they do. And that tournament sounds like just an insane <laughs> oh, weekend. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, they do things like that where they have a like a man of mystery kind of thing we yeah. have like a specific model that's set aside in your army that's supposed to fulfill a specific role that has yeah. nothing to do with what your army does it's just part of the tournament so like i like that all right so you do rasputin all right i'll do tim the enchanter, tim the yes. enchanter. okay and adam what are you gonna do oh, man i got ghosts i don't know I, i've painted this i've already done it so it might not count but i've got this casper that I just painted. I like it. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, or I might do. Uh, I've got all these little guys with pumpkin heads. I might do like a little like pumpkin head Ooh. guy. You, you, like you could do Jack. I could do like a Jack. Well, oh. I don't want to do. That, that's Remember too like Christmas. Pop. Back to fucking Christmas. Christmas again. <laughs> Can't get away from it. Uh, I'll, I'll think of something, and I'll and I'll, uh, I'll I'll try and make it something interesting that I haven't already done. I'll do something new because yeah. I, I really like that Casper model I painted. Um, that's from another Reaper one. This this yeah. little like ghost. It's mm-hmm. like an evil Casper with chains on his wrist. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. I'll find something good. Okay. So why don't we take a break? Mm-hmm. Right. Because uh, we're all out of beer. What? Uh, I know. And then uh, we'll take a break, and then we will dive into the realm of death. Editor's note. Campus Cards and Games, also known as CCG2, has their tag team tournament coming up in Orlando, Florida on this coming Saturday, March 2nd. They also have their Rogue Trader tournament coming up on February the 23rd. And they still have their Here We Go Again Lads Tale of Many Warlords League happening. If you want to know anything more about this, you can go to Campus Cards and Games 2 on Facebook or uh, ask to join the CCG2 Warhammer crew. Back to the show. This speaker thing we've got connected. Yeah, I don't know. What's up? You Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry. I'm just going to pop as much as I can now. Uh, well, pop, uh, pop. Pop, pop. Uh, what is that? Uh, it's from it's, uh, community. community. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, so you guys know I'm recording. Oh, oh yeah, damn it. For a Doing while. that again? Yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Okay, right. so we're back from our break. We've got more beer. What are we drinking now? Old Rasputin. Old Rasputin. Oh, Rasputin. Uh, you guys Hellboy fans? Oh, I'm, yes, big time. I'm not at all excited about the new movie. Not even a little. Yeah. But uh, the original film. Oh, I loved I it. Loved, loved it. What yeah. movie? Hellboy. Hellboy. Oh. Yeah. 
You said the, you, you didn't like the first movies? No, I loved. Yeah, I, I loved think, the first I, I liked yeah. Ron Perlman. He was oh, great. He was great. Yeah, and he's still incredible. a great actor oh, totally. and totally capable oh, yeah. of yeah. jumping yeah. back into the role. I don't know why they need, yeah. they, they've got it. Uh, well, they, they, it's know. like a reboot instead yeah. of it being a sequel. We, why not just do a sequel? Everybody's available. Everybody's yeah. still active. It hasn't been that long, has it? Was I did, it 2006? I, like, uh, I mean, I guess that was... Yeah, but... I mean, 13 years ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> 2006 was 13 years ago. It's yeah. like I'm constantly being slapped in the yeah. face by Father Time. <laughs> right. Exactly. In 2006, I was just like, yesterday. Never mind. Pretty much. Uh, I, I don't know if there's younger people listening to this, but pretty much anything after college feels like yesterday. Yeah. Like just yesterday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. I liked those movies. I mean, right. they, you know, they weren't like, you know, award-winning movies. No, but, but they, they were, were fun. They were great. Like, and Ron Perlman sub-genre. did a good job at, you know, personifying Hellboy. Yeah. And it was it was a subgenre of the comic book superhero movie and a horror film. Yeah. It had it had both. And they had the reason it popped in my head is cuz Rasputin was the villain in the first mm-hmm. movie. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. And then I just saw the the stuff for this new one, and I was like, wait, what? What am I yeah. looking at? Yeah. And originally what I heard was it was going to be like a lot darker. It was going to be more violent. And then I saw the trailers for it, and no. No. It didn't go that direction, it seemed didn't, like. Yeah. It looked, looked the same. Yeah. It just. He looked like he looked so similar. Like Hellboy looked so much. He did. He looked so similar to yeah. the first Hellboy. But, but the not. ways he was different, I didn't feel like improved anything it no. kind of made him look messier yeah. i can't yeah i can't describe it maybe it'll be great i don't know Hellboy. is that is that in the dc world be seen. or is that no it's no. independent it's uh it's not image uh it wasn't dark it's horse different. was it it was uh um, was it dark horse uh, it was dark horse dark i think horse, you're right yeah. it was dark okay. horse comics was hellboy yeah. i think you're i'm 90 percent certain you're you're correct and those books are great if you ever get yeah. a chance to pick them up yeah the artistry i can't remember the name of the comic book artist it was uh mike uh was it mignola yeah i think you're right i think you're right um he does these really heavy inks the shadows are completely black you Mm. know it's like it's it's really harsh contrast it's beautiful art incredible artwork and i i think it's the same i think it's the artist you mentioned um they did a graphic novel adaptation of the Francis Ford Coppola, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. Mm. Oh my God, that artwork. Wow. It's beautiful. It's definitely worth looking at. But yeah, so Hellboy, Rasputin, Dracula, here we are in the realm of death. <laughs> the realm of death. Cheers. Cheers. Old Rasputin. Cheers. He'd make an awesome necromancer. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't actually in real life a necromancer, his his uh, mm-hmm. true death. You know, you know the the story about his death, right? That I don't know if it's an urban legend or if it's a recorded fact. That you know how Rasputin died. Tell us. He was shot, stabbed, poisoned. Uh, I believe also hung before he actually died. Huh. Like it was determined. These what I think most likely was the true story was that the people that were assigned to kill him uh were incompetent these like <laughs> incompetent like socialites who were just yeah. like you're gonna kill this guy yeah. uh but uh it was you know um because of what he was doing with the uh uh what's their name I'm trying to blank the russian czars 
the Romanovs, what he was doing to corrupt the Romanovs and the Romanov family because he was this mystic. Yeah. Uh, they, someone decided he needed, Rasputin needed to be assassinated. But yeah, they, they were incompetent and they had to do all these things to poison him, shoot him, yep. stab him, do all these things before he finally expired. But that added to the legend of him being superhuman that you couldn't just kill him you had to yeah. like keep going like he was a necromancer yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. very very yeah. appropriate each round he's gonna get d3 wounds back right there we go <laughs> right you better keep Kill going in. yeah and you're watching his like stats go lower you can see like each time he gets attacked his movement speed goes down yeah and he can like do less attacks each round yeah but um, hey my hero phase my hero phase here is here d3 back. d3 wounds coming back <laughs> Yeah. Rasputin. Rasputin. But uh, here we are, the realm of death, Shaiish. 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 Uh, man, amazing history. So much going on here. This so is I, so rich. I, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's right. And I told you guys I was not the. I was not the. Uh, the the knowledgeable one about this one but again like it's a sub the realm yeah i feel like you're getting the snapshot of the realm like the prime inner lands and it's like there's so much more and there we've is. done that in other realms where it's just a snapshot of that realm yeah. there's so much other realm that's happening there's got to be oh, yeah. you know and this this one right now is like you, you think about like those shows that are like this is the new hot spot this is where it's all happening right now <laughs> right this is it the jersey shore yeah, yeah. the jersey shore but the, the hot spot right now is shaish the realm of death uh blind importance malign sorcery it all hinges around nagash and all hinges around what he's done now and what he's done in the um, with the Necroquake, it all centers on the realm of death. Yeah, and his uh, his ziggurat, his his pyramid, his mm. inverted pyramid, which is great. It's great to see so much fun, exciting things oh, happening yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, so, I think we've each read some of what's happening. I think we have insight to share with each other. Uh, I read a lot of stuff that was in the different. Um, <clears throat> wikis online mm -hmm. i've also read what's in the core book and i've read the night hunt book so I, i've got a, a general idea of what's happening here uh do you guys want to why don't we follow through the core book and okay. just start talking about these like headings and what we like about yeah yeah the realm of death i would i would buy this i would i would buy real estate here because they're really <laughs> selling it you know i would buy the timeshare in this spot because uh you know it, it starts off talking about how uh you know uh, as a new mythical underworld gains ground in the belief system of a mortal society so it's talking about how you know this mortal society they what they believe in the afterlife you know what it what it what it what are they going to attain once they die and it actually becomes real in this realm yes yeah one of the things that that kept coming up was the concept it was i think they actually referenced valhalla um but they're talking about the norse mythology of the if you get a warrior's <clears throat> death yes you go to valhalla mm -hmm. which yeah. is this like you know utopia for yeah. warriors oh exactly yeah uh one of the stories that came up was that somehow 
I think it was Corn, of course, like always the warrior. Um, one of the Chaos Gods found this actual physical Valhalla that exists in Shaiish. Corn uh, invaded it. I think it was Corn. Somebody invaded it. No, it was Corn. Yeah. It was Corn. Yeah. Invaded yeah. this like Valhalla and like trashed it. And so now these people that like are supposed yeah. to have their like warriors retirement, no, instead yeah. they're like called back to war again. So it's all these right. like ghosts of these amazing heroes that are constantly in, in conflict with corn demons. Yeah. They're just like and they just love it. They're like, Yeah, here we are, we're fighting again. Fighting again, so, here we yep. go, back at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that thought of like these potential afterlives being actualized in a physical realm. Yeah. That's very yeah. kind of mystical pseudoscience like yeah. uh a, a really interesting concept yeah it, it, it's it's selling this you know it's 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 like hey what was your goal you know what was your purpose in life and a lot of times you know you think your your, your mortal life is what are you going to attain in the afterlife and this is a realization of it mm-hmm. this this reminds me very much of like um one of my favorite authors neil gaiman uh, and uh, one of his books, uh, American Gods, and you know they got the show on uh, was it Showtime or Showtime. something like that? Yeah, one or um, no, no, is that uh, oh damn it, Cinemax? No, it's not one of those. <laughs> I can't think of it. A- anyway, A-N-E. is that still a thing? Any no. network? It's an entertainment. No, it's not I don't know. Any. I don't watch cable. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not on Netflix, I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Stars. Yeah, stars. That's it. That's it. Stars. It's stars. Oh, stars. It. It's stars. Hey! Yay! <laughs> All right. Let's drink. Cheers. Um, <laughs> Cheers. Here's the stars. The stars next word. So anyway. Three seasons of Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. versus Evil Dead. Thank you, stars. No. But the book is amazing. But the general concept is it's about these, you know, the gods over the course the, of like humanity. The Greek gods, right? It's focusing more on the Norse gods, oh, but, Norse but, gods. But, but they mm-hmm. do bring other gods into it from other pantheons. Um, but it's all about the followers. How strong is their belief in these gods? And that belief brings them power. And I feel this realm is very much like that. It's yeah. like how strong is their belief and the strength of that belief brings about these new realms that are being created on Shaiish. Yeah, the um, Dungeons and Dragons Avatar trilogy that came out in the early 90s, which I loved. I was so into at the time. Uh, their pantheon of uh, Dungeons and Dragons gods for the Forgotten Realms, they uh, worked on the same system. The more followers a god had, the more powerful that mm-hmm. god was. Yep. And so they were trying, constantly trying to usurp each other's followers and like, yes. make each other look bad or trying to, yep. you know, trying to seal those followers for themselves so they would become more powerful. That's, I, I love that idea that, that the belief system makes that god more powerful. Yeah. Because hmm. um, without it, they cease to exist. They yeah. cease to exist. They are That's nothing. Why. How often do we talk about Zeus anymore? You know, it's not yeah. often that he comes up in conversation. Right. Talk about him all the time, actually. Just, <laughs> guys, don't listen to me. Yeah, his like, well, his little power bar just went up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no. like, yeah. Ding! Ding! yeah, yeah, I got a follower out there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> followed by one. <laughs> this is like being a podcaster. Uh. <laughs> and then you realize you followed yourself. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, oh man. Uh. 
Oh, uh, damn it. I thought I had another follower. <laughs> Warlando just liked Warlando's post. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Check out my Patreon. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, that, wait, that's, that's me. I'm paying. That's, that's where my dollar is coming out of my you know, bank account every month. <laughs> you got Zeus and Zoroaster uh, and... Uh, Odin, they're all like yeah. looking for their Patreon account. Exactly yeah, like, keep Odin's probably gotten a little bit of bump, you know, with Thor, with Thor and the Thor, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, the whole Marvel, yeah, the yeah. Marvel MCU. Like I've heard more about Odin, son, and Odin. Yeah, yeah. The people it used to be all about the Greeks. Yeah, the yeah. Roman gods. Right. No, nobody talks about no. them. It's all Not North. Right. Exactly. Right. There's all- some little book series, right? That was like Peter Jackson, not Peter Jackson, something. And the lightning. Oh yeah, oh, Percy uh, Jackson. Percy, Percy Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Percy. Yeah, that series. Peter, that was I all. I kind of like Peter all. Jackson. That would make a totally different spin on the whole series. <laughs> He's taking <laughs> taking breaks from directing movies to go yeah. fight evil <laughs> right. gods. Yeah. Right. Like, I could see that. Oh wow. <laughs> yep. I just watched. Uh, sorry to kind of interrupt here, but yeah, but let's forget this whole episode. <laughs> We're just gonna bullshit for the next hour. I just. I, <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, like you see movies come and go, you see the you see the the previews and you're like, what is that? I don't know. Anyway, but once it comes out to stream, you're like, okay, I'll give it a shot, you know? And so we 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 watched this Guardians of Gahul. What? It's that movie of the or Legends of the Legends, Legends of, of the, the Guardians? Guardians of Gahul. Or something like that, right? Or, I think the title was just Legends of the Guardians. Legends right? of the Guardians, Owls of Gahul, or, or okay. Uh, okay. I, I don't know. It's a really long title, and and uh, it's about the the owls. Yeah, it's all about the owls. It's and all essentially, about the owls these days. Yeah, it's all about them. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so like, of course, my daughter like she she watches this and she's watched it four times already. Like she is, but when I watch it, I'm like. This is Lord of the Rings in owl in owl form. Yeah. For kids. Finally the owls got their own. Yeah, finally the owls get right. their own piece. <laughs> you know, like it's like long, you know, but honestly like it's like I'm watching it and uh, uh, of course uh uh Hugo uh Hugo Weaving? Yeah, the, is uh, Agent Smith. Yeah, yeah. He's but in Lord of the Rings he's oh, um, he, um He's Elrond. Elrond, yeah. And so he plays like two people in this movie, like two oh, wow. different characters. <laughs> what? Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, you know? Sam Neill. And he's he's in this as well. And um, uh, there's 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 other people. Uh, the uh, Jeffrey Rush from mm. Pirates of the Caribbean. He's uh, you know Barbosa. Yeah. He's in it as well. Like there's some like named guys in there and gals. And uh, but. It's Lord of the Rings in owl form in a in a movie, you know, that's like, you know, 3D cartoony, you know, whatever. But anyway, I saw that and I was like, that's Lord of the Rings for a kid. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And so uh, anyway, what happens when they say the eagles are coming? Is it just like naked humans that come flying in? Right. I can say they, they just come running up right. and scoop them up and yeah. start running off with them. The owl the kind of like coming. cups this moth and like whispers to it, like, oh, is he coming back? 
and then like the, the moth flies away and, and the, then the the, the, the humans owl just comes no, no no it's it's humans in this sense right because yeah, it's, it's, this, it's the owl that, it's the eagle that called the moth away and then the humans come in to save the, them the humans right? come in they come flying in <laughs> these big flapping their wings humans right. come to rescue everybody yeah Anyway, I don't know how my brain went there. And then they screw everything there. up. Yeah. And I don't know how <laughs> yeah. I got to this about the owls. I don't know either. But here we are. But here uh, we are. And All I know is we're probably going to take a break and we're going to have to watch that later. Yeah. yeah. It's just like we, then we'll come back. Like, just hammered. like we had to do Conan. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it, um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a 51% or something. Uh, that's and pretty good. Honestly, that's over 50. Yeah, well, it's over 50. But like honestly, it was like a decent kids movie. Hmm. It, it It's like... If you want your kid who's less than 12, back to the tweens, right? My kid's six, and she loves this movie. I cannot show her Lord of the Rings yet. That's just too much. It's you know what much. I mean? Like, yeah. that trilogy is too much for her. Borner um, gets a lot of arrows in him. Yeah, he does. Um, I mean, the, honestly, she loves dragons so much. I have, like... We've watched The Hobbit together, mm-hmm. but very All controlled. three movies or the animated uh, yeah, we started watching through the three. We started with the second one where, you know, smog is in it. And yeah. I showed her the, the scenes with smog and she loves dragons. She loves so dragons. None of that was too much for her. She just loved the dragon parts. So then I went back to the beginning and we started from, but there was so much that I cut out because I was like, yeah, let's pause and like skip forward, <laughs> you know, and we skip forward. And then in Lord of the Rings, I was like, we can't even touch that. It's 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 too much. Like for a six year old, I feel like. I mean, whatever your parenting style is, that's fine. But for me and my six year old, this owl movie was legit. Yeah, like my legit. My nephew Jake uh, was left alone with my dad, and they <laughs> like it's just the two of them. Yeah, so they. Uh, Dad's not worried about it. Jake is about six at the time. And uh, they put on Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And my dad just like, oh, you know, he's seen the movie. He's just like taking a nap while the movie's on. And he wakes up and the movie's over. And Jake is just like eyes wide open. Oh, no. Face white. And he's like, that guy burned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anakin did. Burn yeah. alive. Yeah, that yeah. was that happened. That was really, really graphic, and that's a lot for a six-year-old to process. So, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I want to know what that's going to do to his psyche. What's he going to talk to his shrink about when he's thirty? <laughs> if, if my arms and legs were cut off and I was yeah. burning alive, you yeah. know, like would my best I... friend help me? Right, you know, exactly. or just what watch me burn. <sighs> No, he yeah. wouldn't push me the rest of the way in the lava. He would just watch me burn and suffer right. no, and walk away. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that's tough. Wouldn't give me a calm. Wouldn't give me a nice. Like that. That's fucked up. Yeah, Obi Wan just walked away. Well, I mean, Anakin was a bit of a douche. Well, yeah, he was one of the most. Not a bit of a douche. He was a big douche. He was the, one of the greatest traitors in fantasy. And he warned him. Yeah, he warned him. Yeah. But still, even if it was like one of you guys, and I, I, I fucking warned you, Adam. Yeah, I don't know if I would leave you to burn. Just leave alive. me like crying. Yeah, I and would. I, I would like, be like, okay, just let me, you know, just shh. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Two stick and a sock in your mouth and then and just and throw you in the ship and take you back to hospice. Like, or like, just like, hey, 
put me out of my misery. Take that lightsaber, put it in my ear. You know, like uh, just like yeah, just okay. let's just end it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, just left him there. I don't know if I could end it. You couldn't end it. Shouldn't you have done that? Like if I was Obi Wan, you don't think a sock in the mouth and take you back to ER. <laughs> Wait, sorry, so well, yeah, in the mouth. Just to walk away. Just to, walk just to away. stop you from whining and complaining. Oh, oh, there was a lot of whining and complaining with Anakin. It was yeah. Anakin, like, sock in the mouth, oh, take him to God, ER. There wasn't enough socks in the galaxy to <laughs> shut that him up. Uh, I, I, I like controversy. Yeah. So one of the things I want to... Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I just want to throw out there into the controversial fandom is that when I rank Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. it goes Empire, Rogue mm-hmm. One, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith. That's my top three. I know that about I, you. I don't yeah. fully agree with you, but <laughs> no I know that about you. Yeah. No one should no. agree with me. It has nothing to do with what I think about the quality of the film. It, I, I have a filter. I can filter out the awful shit and I think that's I don't know why that is I think it's because I can look at the people that made the decision and think that was a bad decision but then I look at the things they did right and I think wow they did that right they nailed that's it that's awesome they, yeah. they nailed yeah. that nailed it and I think that there's so many awful awful things about the prequels but the stuff that's good in Revenge of the Sith is really good is some of the best stuff yeah. in the Star Wars franchise yeah. I think there's good yeah. stuff there I absolutely agree with uh, Empire <laughs> I uh, absolutely agree with Rogue One. I am in love with that movie. After that, a little undecisive. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm actually gonna like. I would have agreed with you completely on that, but I think I might swap it. Swap and what? Rogue One and Empire. Now, and Empire. Yeah. Empire. Ooh, that's bold. Put Rogue One the number one Star Wars film. And I'll I'll say this. Empire is a is an amazing film, but I think the reason why it's so it that would have been number one would have been for nostalgic reasons, and I think that's okay sometimes for that to break in. But when I think of the quality of a movie made, I almost think Rogue One outdid Empire, and and I'm not just saying this because you said Empire yeah. then Rogue One. You know, and then and then and and then Mark. You know, like honestly, like I tell people, Empire was my favorite Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, after Rogue One came out, I just I I keep going back to just Rogue One nailed it for me mm. in every aspect of production quality. It was gorgeous. Like, it was it was a gritty feel. It was that a gritty, I thought that but, Star Wars needed. Yeah, and just you know? the dynamic of like. The 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 wide like the 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 intro shots to a planet to a city to a to a scene to the grittiness mm-hmm. to the action I mean everything to me and that the script held up the characters held up I was just as like hanging on at the end when I know what the outcome is yeah I just honestly I think. For me, Rogue One is a better movie. Mm. My favorite is my favorite is Empire because of the nostalgic value. Yeah. But I think I, the better movie is Rogue One. I think everything that that's good about Rogue One, I think Rogue One might have 
a modern feel that um, Empire doesn't. Do you know what I mean? I think it's just a, a more modern film that might have a more modern pacing because Rogue One doesn't slow down. Rogue One is moving from scene to scene constantly. Mm-hmm. It's a fast-paced movie. The music in Empire, I think... I don't have a prepared argument. I wasn't prepared for this debate. <laughs> but what I want to say... Uh, what I want to say is that I think that um, as far as in all the Star Wars films, I think everything that's good about any of the Star Wars films is in Empire. Do you know what I mean? Without mm-hmm. a lot of the cheesy stuff. The cheesiest thing in Empire is um, probably Yoda. Mm-hmm. And Yoda is pretty cheesy until he, he's like, he's like you know he's like messing with r2d2 and fighting over the candy bar until he gets dark all of a sudden yeah yeah it's like the switch flipped yeah you know like all right fuck it fine you're not you found me out you will be (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, man he's like he's uh such an amazing character he's so silly yeah until he gets really dark and that's the whole movie so silly and fun until it gets dark and uh I think it's a world-class film. The score is John Williams at his very best. The the you can't beat that. The space choreography with like the um, Millennium Falcon flying through the asteroids and like going into the meteor to hide and yeah, the I score mean, it, like a great movie. Oh man, yes. I mean, I am a about- huge, huge, huge Star Wars fan. So for me to even say like that, like yeah. one is taken over by the other and that other one is still numbered like it's still a great movie i i, I totally agree with you in all these things about yeah and awesome i, I, I these... love rogue one i thought it was just fantastic in the, the gravitas the weight of what they're fighting for and then the, the people in rogue one knowing that they're going you know that they're they're yeah. not likely to survive but knowing right. the stakes the, and, and, the, and, and, the and sacrifice and and yeah. also giving weight to the other movies because mm. now you know you know now you know what it was all about because there was a lot of doubt you know in the the original trilogy as yeah, to I, you know it's like okay well how did they get this you yeah, know what, yeah. what's that all about and now it's giving it the story behind it and it's giving it the depth yeah and, and, exactly and, and, just, and just the culture behind it and now it's like wow i mean that was powerful yeah it really was because in in in, in yeah. return of the jedi Mon Mothma is like, many Bothans <laughs> died to bring this, this information. Yeah. And you don't really get an, a weight Mm-mm. to that statement. But then Mon Mothma is in Rogue One, and I know it's not the mm-hmm. same. It's not the same um, Death Star. No, but still, you can. But it's, it's, it brings the continuity. You see to the, the weight of what it took to get plans for a Death Star. Yeah. yeah, you know, and then you and then you understand many Bothans. You know, like oh shit, there was also another Death Star where a bunch of other rebels died to get information to R two. Yeah, this is what happened. I can't even. You know, like so. There's a whole other story here I don't even know about. And watching, you know, watching a New Hope. After watching Rogue One, oh man, yeah. and watching R two D two just kind of dick around the desert, like oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Do you see what everybody went through? And you're yeah. just like, 
fucking around. Like, yeah, R two gives zero fucks. Zero yeah. fucks. <laughs> I mean, he's 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 on mission, but he's, like he's like he's dealing with C three PO and he's getting kidnapped I, by Jawa. Honestly, I would not want to mess with R two. I no. mean, he of all the, uh, everyone, you think he's like this demure d- droid? Hell no. And he's so no, far, he's, he's a like, psychopath. I'm sorry. <laughs> In Solo, is there, there's a scene in Solo, right, with the droids? I don't remember. Mm, but I, if not, it's been a while. if not, then Solo is the only movie without R two D two, right? Or C three PO, because C three PO is the one that's the actor has been in every oh, of okay. the canon Anthony film, Daniels. or of the yeah. of the yeah Anthony yeah. Daniels is mm-hmm. the one actor that's been in every one of the main oh uh, yeah that's awesome Star Wars like movies. That's and cool. I think even Rogue One, because they were in it. Yeah, for they brief, were in Rogue One. Yeah, just I Rogue don't one. remember Solo. I remember I that was. I say there was something in Solo yeah. too, but I don't there remember. Must, I haven't there seen it since been, the theater. But yeah. But anyway, um, so talking about gravitas, the weight of the moment. Yeah. Uh, bringing it back to Empire. Well, let me say this about. Oh. I, I mean, I'm pointing at this book. Forget. For, <laughs> oh, I was like, you shit, know what? You did it, and I Fuck don't Shaish. remember. You know what? what We're going to talk Star it? Wars for the rest of this episode. So, because we got to make a point here. <laughs> How are we going to label this one? <laughs> so, uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll label it. Many Bothans died during <laughs> yes. this Shaish episode. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so uh, you know the weight of everybody in Rogue One is fighting their way through here and like constantly wave after wave of amazing characters is being killed and you see like um, Chirrut and Baze and that amazing moment when they they both die and I hope you've seen Rogue One because I'm going to talk about all these (laughs) people that die. So there's all these like moments where these amazing characters die for the cause. Yeah. And, and, and that's always my favorite movie is when everyone dies. <laughs> Actually, so, I, want to, I want to be able to just sit in the theater alone you just as the guy is like nicely. sweeping <laughs> up the spilled popcorn. I'm just sitting there just contemplating life. <laughs> you know, everything everything that, you care that's about a is movie. gone. <laughs> yeah. uh, so maybe this is a Realm of Death episode. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so the, for me, one of the most powerful moments in Empire, probably the most powerful moment moment in empires you've got like okay the big reveal luke i am your father and luke says no and then vader does the whole no. sales pitch hey you know you know what we can father some business right, man, Run, rule the empire it's cool uh and then there's that moment where luke just lets go and he just yeah, falls. he's like elsa he is just like elsa <laughs> Don't ruin this moment for me. This is the most powerful for me. This is the most powerful moment in the entire Star Wars franchise. I just, Are you make an Elsa I just reference? Screwed it up. We're Orlando. What the, the most, hell, What the hell do you expect? The most important moment in the entire Star Wars franchise, and you're just let it go. Let it go. Yeah. No, we did Corn rules, Skywalker rules. <laughs> Oh my god! The gaggle of idiots we are. Uh, Luke, let's go. Luke killed himself. He yeah. Luke attempted suicide. Yeah. Luke tried to end his own life rather than join his father. He didn't know he was going to get sucked out that chute. No, he didn't. Mm, you know, no. maybe there's an argument about the force guided him. No, he let go to just let himself die. You know, like the, the initial thought was, "I will never do this." Yeah, I, I, would never, I would rather die. I would rather die. die. And here it is. 
boom. Boom. Let go. Yep. When Vader drops his hand, he's reaching out to him. Vader drops his hand. Vader thinks he's dying. Yeah. I'm, I'm betting Vader thinks he's dead right no, there. Exactly. And I think there's yeah. a reference to that in return that, like, oh, Skywalker's alive. Yeah. You know, like, mm. um, that, I mean, the hero, your Flash Gordon, Buck Rogers, kid with the yeah. light, like, laser sword, like. Mad Max. Yeah. Well, why Mad Max? Uh, or, or whoever the guy is in Mad Max. I don't know his name. Well, I mean, I'm just talking about, you like, know, like, the, like the, the hero, the guy, like, everybody who's this main person trying to the, rise up and take the mantle. Yeah. That's the that's the whole point of Skywalker is he's trying to take the mantle and yeah, become like win. And he's this like somewhat lighthearted idealistic guy. Yeah. You know. He's he's you know, he's, Conan, he's fighting for the anybody, greater good. Like any, you know, yeah, any Well, I think Luke's hero. different. He's a hero and he's on that hero's journey. Uh, but Luke is different in that he is he's a little He's not necessarily. He's definitely naive, but yes. he's also idealistic, and he has this like black and white view towards good and evil. Yeah. And then now, all of a sudden, he's slapped in the face with this like, "Here's the most evil person in the universe. He was a good person. He was my father. He was." A he hero. has a connection to that yeah. evil right yeah. there. So what do I do? His entire reality is shattered in yeah. that moment. His entire perspective of good and evil is just destroyed yeah and that's another reason why it's so powerful when he shows up in empire i'm sorry when he shows up in return and he's dressed in all black yeah you yeah. know there's like this heavier thing that i don't think like as a kid that i i wasn't able to process. yeah you're right like as a kid just like here's luke and he's like controlled and he's solemn mm-hmm. and he's in decked in black yeah and he's like, you're like, oh, is he turning into Darth Vader? Like, it's like, no, you don't understand. You wouldn't that. understand that as a kid. Yeah. And I, even even the way the movie is sold to most people, I don't think that weight is like out there for people that aren't dying. You know, that the fact that, you know, maybe he has like, he's still battling this dark side. He wasn't even aware. He, the first glimpse he has of this dark side is when he goes into that tunnel on Dagobah. And he faces that Vader, and he cuts the face off the helmet, and there's Luke's face, oh, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, I could end up in Darth Vader helmet." Yeah, I mean, we should let this finish because this is just this brings me to another thing, and this is going to take us down another rapid trail, and I, it's it's a big rapid hey, trail. You know what? Uh, we're Warlando. We're not all Age of Sigmar, so you know what. <laughs> Let's just, let's it's, let's it's go down this night. rabbit hole. Let's see what happens. No, so later, open open the door. I think you make great points. Thank you. It is. It George Lucas is a great story writer. Um and I think that is a very good story. I think the Skywalker story is great. Like the Luke Skywalker story is yeah. great. Um and you're right, there is a lot of 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 dynamic there. Then Rogue One, um, you know, just but just talking about that Skywalker story and the and the darkness and the coming into Return of the Jedi and the sort of the the journey that he takes from Empire, and he's he's ready. Like you're right in Empire, he's ready to give his life for the cause. Well, in Empire, like Luke, yeah, I and think, it, it, but that's not what he's doing at the end. Not like the cause. He's just he's ending any sort of opportunity for this evil to 
I think I, to I, take fruition. I think like if you were gonna like deep psychological dive, I think that that's possible. That his like he didn't want to open himself to be a evil weapon. I think there's also the opportunity to say like, you're right. I do know that you're my father, and I'm confronting the fact that my father is the most evil being in known history, and I'm not willing to live with it. Yeah, I, it might have been an intentional suicide attempt. So take that. Okay. And then everything you see through Return of the Jedi and all of the complaints, not all of, but let's say the complaints in The Last Jedi. And this is the, so okay. now you know the oh, rabbit yeah, yeah. trail mm-hmm. I'm taking this down. The Last Jedi, people have a problem with Luke and the way that he is secluded on this island and he has secluded himself and the way that the he has become this hermit and the way that everybody wanted this movie to happen and even me at first when i mm-hmm. saw the movie in the theaters the first time i had been sucked into the expanded universe comic series the dark empire comic series was like the best yeah it was a really good to me yeah and when i would read the comic and see luke just like bring down an atst with the force and just crush it you know and then get into this movie and then see luke like standing there in front of all these you know first order version of ats or ATATs. yeah and then it's not luke it's just a vision of luke yeah and then in the end i'm like what like no that was Luke. Like that was what he was. Like in the in the comics, he would have come out and crushed it all. And that's and definitely blah, blah, blah. what Kylo Ren was expecting. Yeah, Kylo Ren was like, "You're right. Shoot that man. Keep firing. Everybody, all guns on that man." Yeah, right. you know, like he was so terrified of Luke. He yeah, knew the danger. Yeah. And I came away from that movie, probably like Kylo Ren, just like what? You know what I mean? Like in a different yeah. way. I didn't like. You duped. know, command fire on Luke, but I was duped and I was like, what? And then yeah. I saw it again. The The journey that Luke was on, to me, in The Last Jedi makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's not what I thought going into the movie. It's not what I thought for Luke. It's yeah. not what I projected on Luke. But it is, to me, seeing the movie a second time, I was like, that was his journey. And that's what he was taking where he was taking his journey and to me and i know you're not going to agree with this let's see let's see i don't know i think it falls in line with what you're talking about from his progression from empire to return of the jedi Mm -hmm. i feel like it is a clean progression to the last jedi in the persona that he takes on in this depression this this depressive state yeah this depressive state that makes sense he's he feels the weight and it ruined him. And the, he shunned himself because of the weight that he... He was willing to then, in The Last Jedi, remove himself because of everything. Yeah. But he did identify the chance that he had to come back and make a difference. Make things right. Yeah. I don't debate any of that. And I do have a long list of problems with Last Jedi. Yeah. I think that... I, But I think that... Was Last, it the milking the... Uh... <laughs> I I one of my biggest problems with Last Jedi is that the milking was too short. 
<laughs> they should have watched it at least at least another ten minutes. I think that's I mean, in the director's seriously. cut. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do feel like there was the director's <laughs> yeah, no, cut. There's definitely a lot, a little more sexual. Yeah, like, yeah. like he, there's a, a cut scene where yep. he actually he had to prime the pump with his own yeah. mouth. Yeah, you don't you don't get a full <laughs> bottle's worth in just two seconds. No, no, no. Two you seconds gotta, of screen time. You got to be in there for a while. <laughs> yeah, I, I want just like a, a cutaway of Ray's face. Watching Luke pry right. the nipple, like because there were more than one nipple on there, he, he had yeah. to get around the block. Well, no, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, that's my favorite scene. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah mine too. Yes. Okay, so here's here's what I feel like is my deal breaker with uh, Last Jedi. The number one thing that bothers me more than anything else in Last Jedi, what Luke does, Luke gives his life to give the um, the resistance, the new rebels, the resistance, just a few minutes to get away. He he projects himself across the galaxy, something that would uh, no lesser Jedi could even conceive of, mm-hmm. let alone achieve. And he does it, and he does it in a spectacular fashion that, like, he's able to touch all these different people, affect all these different people, you know, in this big way, this huge epic beautiful thing that this jedi achieves you know it's a big deal to save the resistance the movie starts with poe dameron doing the exact same thing with his x-wing flying up to the first thing doing like a prank call to hux and it's almost the same amount of time that he saves so poe being a dick flying up to the ship at the beginning of the movie He's doing exactly the same thing that Luke does at the end of the movie, but in a much more efficient way. And he walks away at the end. Uh, but Luke, do you see what I'm saying here? No, exactly. It's the exact it's, same prank. It's, it, it's the exact same just, I'm going to buy a few minutes by making you think something else is happening yeah. and what's actually happening. And here we go. And here we go. And Luke's, you know, Luke... Luke the, suffers the, the ultimate price. He's, he's the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. To do what Poe did with Here's just Poe. like I'm holding Still for Hux. A dick. Here I am. I'm holding for Hux. Uh, you see what I'm saying? It's the Thanks. same bit. They, the movie bookends with the exact yeah. same strategy. I I see what you're saying, and it it makes sense. It, it's what he does. It, it does make sense. I don't know if we fully understand what Luke did at the end of the movie yet. So there might be more to it. There, I, there, I think there, there might moment. be and there is more done. to it. What I am excited about for the next really? film is that Luke says, I don't remember the quote exactly off my head. I've only watched Last Jedi 10 times so far. But <laughs> <laughs> even, even my disappointment, I've still watched it at least 10 times. Yeah. Uh, what will I... What I, milking scene. Milking scene. <laughs> I, just, had to, I had to get a new Blu-ray because I burned it out just backing up the milking scene. <laughs> but no he has this moment with kylo ren and i really like the thought of like when luke has obi-wan coming back to visit with him Mm -hmm. i really want a moment where kylo ren where that ben i like ren ben or do you like ben ren because he's Kylo Ren, yeah, but he's Ben Solo. Yeah. So is he Ben Ren or is he Ren Ben? Ren uh, depends. Depends. <laughs> depends on Ren Ben or Ben Ren. 
Anyway, Ren Ben, uh, I want Ren Ben to experience uh, Luke back in his life, and I want him back as a mentor to guide Ren back to Ben Ren. Yeah, back to because being I, Ren Ben. I don't think we fully understand the other side. We thought. Through the, all the this movies, mystical world, this we uh, thought this Jedi afterlife. These Jedi afterlife, they're just uh, into into floating realm now, just to kind of like commentate, right? Yeah. Like it kind of seems like that at the end of like Return of the Jedi, they're just like, <laughs> you know, like you know, they, they probably had their own show. They were like, yeah. oh, did you see that? And then he, you know, like it's I like, was counting on Luke to pull through at the end. Right. There. And then he, it's you know? actually like a Jedi Afterlife is just one never-ending podcast. Right, right, right. right. And then all of a sudden, Anakin shows up, and he's like. You know, and it's, it's like, like oh, oh, hey, Anakin. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I honestly, too, was thinking the whole time I was fighting him. And I was like, I hope you kill me. And, <laughs> I, you know, I just don't know that, that whole scene with Yoda igniting the the that the Jedi closet yeah. of books okay. on fire. But that ended up being a big, it ended up not being a big deal. Well, no, no, but it was it was Yoda as a ghost, an afterlife, and an afterlife force to cause channeling a, a physical change in the present world, which to me is a is a that changes things. Okay, but the moment that we don't understand that whole world, I which yeah, and the, the new mysticism, like knowing the whole projecting yourself across the universe, that was a. A new uh, power the Jedi had yeah. that we didn't know existed. Yeah, but that moment where Yoda shows up and Luke's like, "The sacred texts." It turns out the sacred texts weren't in there anymore because Ray took them when she left. She had right. them on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. So it's it does a big it, prank. It, like what like. that moment where Yoda's laughing in the time when you're watching it, you don't know that Ray took those books. It seems like Yoda's saying the books aren't important, but Yoda would ha- hopefully in the afterlife, whatever whatever realm Yoda's in, he knows the books aren't in there. So what message is he sending to Luke? Is he saying the books aren't important, or he's saying the books are already safe? Or he's like, watch me burn the outhouse? Yeah, like some right. like crazy <laughs> redneck, <laughs> like <laughs> burn it down. Hey, here, Luke, hold my beer, hold my beer, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> but, but. I'm not even unpacking that. I'm just I'm I'm just talking about the fact that he he was able to manipulate the the real world. The real world from his spiritual realm yeah. that we think is a spiritual realm. I don't know. Maybe that changes not. like that changes so by logical progression we think Luke is going to assume this sort of ethereal blue uh, yeah i would expect luke to be back ghosty as, as form right and still blue be Jedi able ghost. to affect yeah. the physical but i don't realm. know now but you all think of a like, sudden all the horror films that we watch yeah but i mean from this movie we can see that yoda changed the physical yeah. world from his blue world There's, field there is a connection there is I mean, like there, we there don't are, know there is a there is a doorway there's a pathway yeah. and, it, and it's it's prevalent in a lot of horror films Right. Yeah. So you think Big Whoop, Poe Dameron, like 
now we're stuck with this guy versus not having Luke is what <laughs> yeah. like I, I hear about I that sense because I that's how I felt is when I honestly from the last Jedi it was yeah this guy this guy you know what I mean like how is it that this guy is doing all of this and still getting this sort of like attention and rapport and ear yeah. at all of anybody listening to him you know what I mean like that to me that would not hold up in any sort of military ranking system at all he would have been benched court-martialed court-martialed you know whatever essentially they tried to do and he still just kept causing problems yeah but people wouldn't listen to him people wouldn't care they would just say put that guy back in the cell you know what i mean like so i i get the poe dameron problem it's not i mean i'm not even talking about like the rest of the film but luke skywalker in sense though like he I don't think we understand his full intentions yet. And we could think that he's going to come back maybe in the next movie. I have no idea. I don't look into the, you know, whatever sort of rumors or spoilers or whatever go into the next movie. But I could, he, he knows more than we know. And I think he did this because like it what it did take a lot of effort and it did like a lot, a lot of power and it kind of i felt like, used, like yeah it, it, used it, it kind of closed body. his story and that whole yeah. sort of thing but Which i think you, he's coming the next movie I oh think. he's gonna be there and I mean, he's, he's gonna, gonna come in and i think yeah and i think he's he knows what he's doing well i okay i'm, I'm not denying any of that it's just it's just the just breaking forget forget jedi forget forget the star wars franchise I'm just talking about like plot points from a script writer. All right, here's what we're going to do in the first scene. The hero is going to delay the action of the villain by creating a subterfuge. And okay, so here's this plot point in the third act. The hero is going to create a distraction to the villain through this subterfuge. It's the same action. Is, it really is. Just yeah. from just from like a pure script writing, a script writing. Thank you, Rusty. Scriptroid. 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 Purely, purely like the like the base skeletal structure of the script. It's the same action where a protagonist is causing a distraction to prevent the villain from doing a destructive mm. action. It's almost the exact same action where yeah. the villain in the beginning, the villain in the end, they're both trying to destroy the defenseless resistance. Right. It's it's the same scenario, the exact same scenario, just different, different circumstances, but the same you know. scenario, the exact same scenario. So Luke is doing the same thing Poe Dameron's doing at the beginning and the end. Luke is just slowing them down so the resistance can ex- escape. Poe slowing them down so the resistance can attack. It's just like it's just it's the same exact same scenario. And so that's what bothers me is that okay, this you've got the highest paid script writers in Hollywood and this is what you do you do the exact same scenario beginning and end of the movie that, that was one of many things that, that I was just looking at the script and, and this true I, I see my own bias here because I look at Last Jedi the opposite of the way I look at Revenge of the Sith where Revenge of the Sith I look at the parts I really really like and I can ignore the rest of the movie <laughs> But but Last Jedi, I look all I can see is the stuff I don't like, and I I lose the stuff that I do. You know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm too distracted by the stuff I don't like. Yeah, I think a lot of people are with you on that one. 
but and, you know it's probably like the difference 10 years makes you know 10 years from now i'll be looking at last exactly. jedi like oh god i love this movie it's so great just like i do with revenge of the sith yeah. right now. it softens over time yeah you know, so another 10 years you were, you're gonna love it no you you will yeah and all my all my complaints about last jedi are related to basic script structure i did waste a big part of my youth studying script structure uh, and not doing anything with that knowledge. So all I have to do with that knowledge is pick apart movies <laughs> that uh, um, don't deserve it. Uh, Last Jedi is a fantastic movie. It's great, and it adds, it enhances the Star Wars franchise. But looking at it from a purely script structure standpoint, from my perspective, the script structure is weak and poorly assembled mm. that's that's yeah. my thought to to add to that if you guys don't have an immediate rebuttal most films, <laughs> most films have three acts you're right and this yeah, one right? has four it does have four acts and maybe yep. the fourth act is a reflection of the first act Intentionally, but it could be intentionally it a could be an intentional that, that makes sense so that's a reflection of the first act and there's a deeper da- like stab because it's not necessarily just foiling the first order mm-hmm. and delaying so the re- the resistance can get away but it's also a finality I mean not a finality but it's also a stab at Kylo Ren Ben Ren Ben Ren or Ren Ben or Ren Ben yeah Ren Ben in this situation? I think if it's, okay, if you're talking about evil, it's Ren Ben. But okay. if you're talking about good, it's Ben Ren. Okay, so I think Ren Ben, it's a stab at Ren Ben. Yeah. Because it's also foiling his mastering, his assumption of his mastering of the dark side of the Force. Right after he assumes the title of supreme it's like white, supreme no, commander you don't understand yeah you don't have this all figured out and that's why maybe i think we may see luke skywalker in the next movie 100 percent. like yeah absolutely if luke's not in the next movie yeah then what the fuck right i mean I want he a has refund. to be yeah exactly there has to be a ghost luke yeah there has to be uh I, i'd be seriously disappointed if there isn't yeah. a ghost luke and part of his like costume design in that final scene where he's like almost completely wearing blue he's almost completely blue in that final scene it's all because he's a projection yeah you know that's the costume design he's like this close to being completely spirit form but yeah like the four act structure in a normal it's different movie, and it throws different. a wrench and people it does throw a wrench hate it and they're angry and it's, it makes it feel uncomfortable it's like a sex act it's because that's really a climax. Like, I had a climax, but you want to keep going. <laughs> you know? That's what it is with the movie. You gave me a climax. Yeah, but as somebody that's, you know, that's studied the the mm-hmm. script process, yeah. as somebody that's been involved in the production yeah. you know, we over all the have years, a film study I hate background. the formula. I love disruption. disruption you want the disruption. The, I love disruption to the formula. And so to me, to see in when I actually film, 
yeah when i actually like went back into it and dived deeper and realized the four act process i was like i respect this a little bit more because it took a jump into the the difference that took a jump into the <clears throat> the it it just it it put itself in a different position i would i think i would be more okay with the four act what, what were you saying mark you were going to chime in. No. Cool. I, would, I think I would be more okay with the four-act structure if the fourth act wasn't the first act. Hmm. Because even in the first act, you have the slow-moving yeah. bombers. And then the fourth act, you have the slow-moving whatever those little like shit planes were that couldn't get off the ground that had to have the third wheel on the ground. I mean, it's the exact same well, it, scene. It was an exact opposite. It was first you had a ship... And then you had the ships. This was you had the ships, and then you had Luke. You know what I mean? Well, like no, no, it was okay. it was single to many, and then the fourth act was many to single. Well, no, because the I mean the the parallel what, first act to fourth act was Poe Dameron and Luke as the delay effort. Yeah, but Luke wasn't first. It was the ships. Right. Well, is what you're talking about. End. You're talking about those. So yeah, ships it was going out. like yeah, it did. So, it, so did, the it's, movie it's, did begin. It began. It began with began one. With Poe and the, ended with well, Luke. the first act began with one and then progressed to many ships. Yeah, with the attack. Yeah, and but then so the end was, was many ships like going to one. These slow person. moving attacks that were both in their own way a ripoff of Empire. Hmm. And, and Lucas said this about the prequels that all these movies should rhyme. So to his mind. Uh, Phantom Menace rhymes with uh, New Hope, which would rhyme with Last Jedi, not with Last Jedi, with uh, Force Awakens. Uh, so then uh, Attack of the Clones rhymes with Empire, rhymes with Last Jedi. And so you definitely see, like, if you were to break down again the script structure of uh, Empire Strikes Back with Last Jedi, there are so many of the same elements. The uh, disrepute. Um, the scoundrel that betrays them that causes things to fall apart with uh, Benicio del Toro versus mm. you know um, Fernando Calrissian and uh, there, there's a lot of overlap and the yeah. slow moving oh yeah there's attack. a lot of similar elements in there. Yeah, yeah but that slow moving attack that's one time in Empire you have the slow moving advance of the AT-ATs twice in Last Jedi you have the slow moving bombers and then you have the slow moving trash planes that come out at the end uh, that that repetitiveness and then they're slow moving trash planes against the slow moving new AT gorilla whatever those things are <laughs> those like it was it was a lot of like okay it rhymes but like okay stop it's too repetitive you know what I mean um, and again this is me saying there's so much I really really liked about this movie there's so many great moments where yes the saga of Luke. I mean, that's the most important thing of this. Like everything else detracts from the journey that the culmination of Luke's journey, which happens here in the last Jedi. I mean, he's, he's the title character. He's the last Jedi. Um, I, I feel like everything I'm talking about just takes away from his journey mm -hmm. that I feel like is all just poor decision-making in the rest of the script do you know what i mean it's like you're gonna make a steak you know what i mean and luke is the steak 
and then for a side you're gonna make i don't know popsicles and like donuts that's what you bring to go along with your steak that's what that's what last jedi is for me it's like uh, i've got i've got like jolly ranchers and i don't know lays potato chips to have along with our steak dinner do you know what i mean that's what i feel like with last jedi yeah but again like polar opposite no, like the same as Revenge of the Sith, where like there's so much good in Revenge of the Sith. The stuff that's good in Revenge of the Sith is all about the Anakin Skywalker journey and his relationship with Obi Wan and the downfall of the Empire, the downfall of the Jedi, what happens with Darth Sidious becoming the Emperor and Yoda's defeat. Yoda's defeat is so fucking powerful. Yoda crawling on his hands and oh, knees yeah. in defeat and shame doesn't even bother to go back for his cloak or his lightsaber he's just like no i'm under the vent now's the time to get me like like that's yoda on his hands his knees desperate like how fucking powerful is that but it's lost in all the garbage that's in that movie and then i just can't i just can't get past the acting it's it's abysmal i uh, honestly i just i get it no i I get get past it I don't blame you. I don't and, blame you and, at all. And you're right. If you if you dig down to the core, there are probably plot points that make like there's some like story like script writing monuments. And to me, I'm just like I can't. And that's I can't and, even see it. I and I feel like I walk away from Last Jedi in a similar way. Yeah. I walk away. I, I see these amazing, beautiful things in Last Jedi. Amazing, powerful moments. But oh my god, when they dropped the ball, they dropped it through the floor, you know? I would agree that Poe Dameron is probably the weakest point of that. Uh, well, not not, not agree, because that's not necessarily what you're saying. That's not what I'm saying, yeah. I would think, I, I would say I agree that there is, a, there is a problem with the story, but I would say my, my focus is not necessarily on the Luke Skywalker part of the story. I would probably I would say it's on the Poe Dameron side, but my my like complaints or well, I, I'm saying I would agree that there is a there is some criticism to be had of the story, but I would say it's not on the Luke Skywalker side of it. No, I would be, say it's on the Poe Dameron side, and because you're comparing here's the first act to the fourth act and this and that. And I would go back to saying there, there, there is a problem with the story. And I would say that there is a problem with the Poe Dameron angle of the story. And I think that, to me, without thinking about it too much and going through it like act by act, I would think that you could probably fix it by fixing Poe Dameron's story. I, I feel like because Poe Dameron's a, like this tiny bit because it like it branches into Finn's story, it branches into that the new um, Admiral story, you know when when she takes over for Leia, you mm. know like that part of the story. There there's it, it's every everything else becomes filler. You know what I mean? And I, what I'm saying is that the filler I'm I'm not not Poe Dameron. You know like all of it, all of that filler just didn't have for me any weight to it enough to even be anything other than filler yeah you know like i the poe dameron finn all all that the casino all that like it's why the only part of that 
story I think is interesting when they finally get onto Snoke's ship mm-hmm. and they're trying to break it down and then they get betrayed by Benicio del Toro and then BB-8 comes to the rescue in the ATST, which was fucking great. That was one of the best moments in the movie when BB-8 is <laughs> driving the ATST. And then you have this incredible fight where Finn, I'm sorry, where Ray and uh, Ben Ren team up, and they're yeah, you know, yeah, they're fighting the other night. There's a lot Ren. of dynamic there that we're not used to. The the perceived great. bad guy and the heroine like teaming up and that has like a lot, we don't like, know what's in store the parallel between like what we're talking about with luke and luke's conflict with light and dark mm-hmm. you've got two characters on either side of the same conflict ray fighting with whether or not she's gonna join uh kylo ren right. and then kylo ren whether or not he's gonna turn his back on the journey he started right whether or not he even can like can you go that like dark that. and still come back you know, mm. killing his own father. Do you know what I mean? Like, can you, I mean, if you do come back to the light, what's, what's your life like after that? You know, that's, yeah. that's huge. What's, yeah. Exactly. I, I, what's, what's your redemption? Yeah. And I think like that's the next movie is going to be all about the two of them. And they're like, it's just going to be about that. Who's going to fall on which side and how, you know? Yeah. Who knows? But that, like, that's amazing. Those, those moments, are fucking great and the, that was the climax of the movie everything after that this fourth act is this like really long exposition this like ah oh, can we just can we just get to luke and then laura dern's character i feel bad not remembering her name but particularly watching the movie 10 times uh holdo was that her name admiral holdo yeah yes yes okay uh, she makes the ultimate sacrifice she flies the cruiser at hyperspeed into the you know into the first order pointless because they just went oh yeah but we can still see them escaping so we'll just keep going like her entire ultimate sacrifice was just pointless totally pointless didn't matter at all like they still follow the resistance down to the surface but they're crippled in a way in a way but they still have their like gorilla version of the atat and they still like they're still like gonna kill the resistance if it's not for luke's ultimate sacrifice we go to like ultimate sacrifice to ultimate sacrifice back to back yeah which means like uh it's like Damn it! Like I just feel like script wise, they I, wanted I, to fit more into the movie than they had a chance to. They yeah, wanted I, they wanted two different they wanted two different climaxes, two different expositions. I I think I think they don't know what they wanted. I think they I think they wanted to tell one story. I think they were backed into a corner, and they they just couldn't they couldn't get it out. Hmm. Am I any kind of expert? No. I am just I am just a consumer voicing my complaints, but I'm a consumer that's watched a lot of movies and want and read a lot of script writing books, and I cannot write a script. I don't. I I've tried. I cannot write a script. I'm we not should, a writer. We should try again. We should try again. Yeah. I'm gonna that. I'm gonna write a movie. I'm gonna call it uh, the Better Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> better of the last <laughs> the better last jedi is gonna be the movie i write or or how to keep on topic 
How to keep <laughs> on time. <laughs> yeah. Mark's over here like, Dave, you know what? I studied Mark, this topic. What, what, what did I, I read the goddamn the book for? I did this. What the hell are you guys I did my doing? Homework. You know, I know it's fuck like you all. So here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. We should probably we should probably take a break. Okay, let's take this, a break. This whole segment could be probably a whole nother episode. Well, and if, yes, let's maybe take a we break do and that. Talk about so that. let's take a break, and you know, we'll come back, and uh, we'll continue the show. Perfect. Sounds good. Break time. <laughs> I don't know how many acts will be in this break. There'll probably be four acts. There's three of us. We'll have four acts of break. So somebody has to go to the bathroom twice during the break to make a four act break. Yep. And they'll come back later. No, exactly. And it'll make a difference. (laughs) Editor's note. Hello, Orlando from Warlando. One notable complaint we hear frequently from AOS players we meet here in Orlando is that they don't know where to go to play. Uh, The places that we highly recommend, Coliseum of Comics in Kissimmee fantastic place with some great tables sci-fi city on the corner of colonial drive and semaron also great tables great store mini duels they are uh hard to find but look them up ccg2 as we've mentioned earlier in this episode and those are the main places to go to play other than of course the warhammer winter park store Yes, the actual Warhammer Winter Park store. Also a great place to go and learn more about these games that we love. Back to the show. Left. Yep, that's I it. Lean right. That's he leans it. left. Yeah. It all works. Make it work. You both lean right and, and that's it. left, but you're no. political allies, so it's <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. Um, <laughs> we both lean left. So we, uh, we're back from our break. Yes. And we realized fully that our realm of Shaiish. 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 Uh, our realm of death episode has been wholly 100% derailed. It is a total yes. train wreck. Yeah, we're like Amtrak. We totally derailed. <laughs> um, it's... Yeah, it became it, somehow we found our way to the Star Wars universe and yeah. completely debating the Star Wars films, in particular, The Last Jedi. You know, mm. this is not too unlike the whole Nagash thing. About being drawn to the center, drawn to it, you can't, you can't get away. You can't, you thing. can't get away. You, the, the moment you, you 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 start off, you think you're doing well, and then the next thing you know, you're being drawn to the middle. Why did you look at me when you said that? Just <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I lay no blame. Yeah, <laughs> much much like Ray. I, I could have reined everyone in, but yeah. the whole thing was, I was into it too. Yeah, so, yeah I'm guilty. It's such a. I'm guilty as well. It's such a fascinating subject. It's such a huge subject that it's a cultural, like, controversy. Yeah. Because we talk about toxic fandom. Yes. And I yeah. think it's very yeah. important to make a distinction. I do not want to be lumped in with any kind of toxic fandom oh, conversation. No. Oh, no, no, no. Not whatsoever. I think my... I am a huge Star Wars fan. I have watched the last jedi at least 10 times i have a copy of the last jedi mm-hmm. i celebrate everybody that's involved in the film yeah i i, I they did a great job they every did. actor 
performed well. Everybody. Everybody did a fantastic job. And my complaints about the script, these, these are my complaints about how this film affected me. I have lots of complaints that have nothing to do with the movie at all. I, I, I had things, I had expectations, and we all have expectations going into any of these movies. We grew up on these films, you know? These films are a part of our life, a part of our identity, so these films affect us. That being said, in no way do I judge anyone for liking these films. I don't judge anybody for liking or disliking. Oh, no. I anticipate people, like, when I say, I really love Revenge of the Sith, I, I expect people to think, I'm not worth their time of day. <laughs> <You're> nuts. <laughs> you nuts. <know? laughs> and there's so much awful about Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. There's so much that's awful. But I don't there's have There's also point. so much good to, to it, you know? Is. So the parts yeah. that are good are yeah. really good. Anakin yeah. cutting off Dooku's hands, I understand you know? Obi Wan fighting. Yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah, General Grievous. Yeah. You know, like, um, and and then Obi Wan and Anakin having that final showdown. Yeah. Uh, but there's there's no reason why we can't still debate what no, we like personally about of it, course. and it's not anything about and anything further than that. You learn a new yeah. appreciation from each other when you learn about the things you appreciate and someone else appreciates and how they appreciate it, you, you gain more love. And you, the more I talk, the more I see the things that everyone else loves about it. And it, it diminishes yeah. the things that I don't yeah. like. Yeah, we, well, we were talking about that with the last Jedi. I think, uh, you know, I saw it for the first time in the theater with you and your father. Yeah. And, uh, we had gone, we, we saw the last Jedi and I think it was a moment where, you know, the film ended and we both looked at each other like we didn't know where to go from there. We didn't know how to take the film. Mm. We didn't know how to process it, you know. And uh, I think it took us a while. It did. There's, you know? there's a lot to process. And then you, you try and send a message. Even just in a simple conversation, you try to com communicate a simple idea. And not everyone's going to walk away from that yeah. with yeah. the same impression and i think that's what happened to a lot of us you know and I, i'll agree with that too like i came away from the film wondering whether i liked it or not yeah i mean i liked it yeah but like whether i liked it or not yeah it, which is hard to explain no because i, I completely understand <laughs> that feeling and yeah. and and so i had to watch it a second time in order for me to gather thoughts yeah. and different things certain people too. were like yeah. hey like you had your kid there in, you know, like my kid at the time wasn't like she likes Star Wars. She loved uh, Episode Seven, so yeah, you mm -hmm. know, and it was like she loved it. And then we went to go see, you know, Last Jedi, and she was bouncing around between us. She couldn't, she couldn't sit still. She couldn't sit still, and it was like, so some people were like, well, maybe you know, the kid was the problem. Like maybe yeah. that was why you felt uneasy no, exactly. afterwards, or maybe you were watching it wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that was essentially that was essentially the message was maybe like you weren't watching it at your best. Yeah. Yeah. But, but come that, on, that comes back to come on. That's a little we, during our break we brushed up against the subject of an abusive relationship, <laughs> and yeah. it's like we have like because I don't love the Last Jedi. I think there's a lot wrong with the Last Jedi. 
but I keep coming back hoping he'll love me more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've watched Last Jedi here, 10 yeah. times. It's like yeah. this abusive <laughs> relationship. Exactly. It's like maybe this time. Maybe this maybe time it'll this be okay. Time, it's going to be okay, and, <laughs> and, and he's going to love me. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is like, you know, movies are going to come out, and we're going to see them, and we're going to like love them, or we're going to hate them, or we're going to think we're supposed to like them, or we're going to think we're supposed to hate them. But you're right, like the whole, this whole mentality of like Phantom Menace came out and we were just talking about this. Yeah. Like yeah. I saw that the first time and I was so jazzed about Star Wars coming out with a movie oh, yeah. for the first time that I could see because yeah. I was born in 85. So the, the, the original trilogy had already been out of theater. Yeah. So to me, seeing episode one was seeing in a the new theaters. star wars movie it was, it was like in it was the like theater for the first the time it was like a reset i was you. a part of that yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. and it was like yeah so i felt like the whole time i watched that movie it was just a constant yeah, yeah. yeah. me too but, yeah and then afterwards it's like yeah yeah and then it's like okay um Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and, and, and then you're thinking a little bit more about it. Yeah. And then yeah, you're like, yeah. huh? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I think I need to see that again. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I missed I, all the yeah. good parts I, about I, it. I Let's think see I, it again. I, you know, <laughs> right, exactly. I, 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 I think I was doing too much. Yeah. Not paying attention to the movie. Right. Right. So right. Let's see exactly. this again. Right. Okay, and this I heard, is going to happen. I heard this there time. was John Williams, it's, it's and I heard happen. there was movie, it's and I heard there was like, time. Yeah. No. Yeah. and I loved those parts. That was yeah. great. No, those and those I parts. saw the double lightsaber and yeah. the tattooed guy, and he was great. He was so cool. Um, but I think I missed everything else. So let's watch it again. Let's do it again. And it was like this time I'm going to get it right. <laughs> this time I'm. Just this gonna, time I'm going to like I'm going to remember everything, and I can talk about it and say like how awesome it was. Instead of just saying like, oh yeah, Star Wars was great, and then I watched it a second time. And you sat there in the theater when the lights came up and the guy came in to sweep all the spilled popcorn up. And the And you just sat there and you (laughs) stared at the blank screen and you may have stared at the person you went to looking for answers and looking for understanding. You're right. And I feel like I was sitting right next to you, but I wasn't. But I... (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we were there. in another life, yeah. Yeah, it was was us together there uh, wondering what the hell happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I I know, I paid. I I watched Phantom Menace in the theater at least three times, Mm -hmm. if not more. I Mm -hmm. bought Phantom Menace tickets. At least three times. I know I saw it opening night, and I... At least three other times I watched yeah, Phantom. That was your the opening theater. night as well. Yeah, and I, you know, I, the stuff I loved, I loved, and the the duel of the fates, that lightsaber battle, and you know, um, the whole Padme storming the palace thing was yeah. was good. Yeah, and you know what, the Jar Jar battle. Yeah. Other than Jar Jar being Jar Jar. That battle was fucking cool. Like the yeah. Gungan battle. Yeah, yeah. the Gungan no, battle. The, the Gungans really versus the droids. Yeah. If it weren't for Jar Jar, yeah. the Gungans it, versus the droids was fucking cool. Yeah, it's bad CG now. I don't even think it was bad CG by today's standards. I but, think there's plenty of movies today that are worse CG. Yeah, yeah. It's it, just the Jar Jar stuff that's not. It's good. unfortunate. It was all CG. It was an entire CG battle. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think uh, I think yeah. if you look at like no, a like a Blu-ray mastered Blu-ray yeah. version, 
I, I think the CG in that I will film, say that I don't own it on Blu-ray. I, I mean... But that's I, just I, me. Pers- I mean, like, there are other people that do. I think the CG in that film is fantastic, except when they try to marry the CG with the live action. Mm, that's when the CG looks fake. When the CG is when it's just CG, I think it looks great. Even though it's, it's an entirely CG scene, you, you can let go of that because it's, you know, just cg you know mm. like it's just doing its own thing yeah uh i that that final the third act there's the the you know the young anakin this it's really hard to get over the young anakin and i don't know if other people have said it if that had been a teenager you know if it had been someone even if it was someone younger just make it than her the, age make it like to make match them the close. same age well, it was like how old was he in the movie nine and if she yeah. was 14 yeah. or something or 16 it's, and even I, if she I don't, was older i don't remember you know, but it's like why wouldn't you want to have that roguish character and I know lots of age. other people have analyzed this movie in depth the phantom menace but why yeah why have a little kid you know a teenager someone parallel i mean yeah. like lucas himself said these movies should rhyme why not have someone Luke's age? Yep. Why not have someone in their teens, early right. teens, you know, right. even a tween, but exactly. not like a an elementary school yeah. kid. And you being know, ex- like, experiencing that 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 someone age that you could and expect. that that ideals, you know, that that comes with that age, you know, the way that Luke did. Yeah. You know, he had that he had those big, you know, dreams, and here he was stuck on that you know farm, and uh, just have something mirror that yeah. rhyming. And then, like like Lucas in his background, uh, American Graffiti, mm-hmm. his like mm-hmm. car culture thing, like oh yeah, having someone that's like a kid, like even if it's like a young adult, someone who's like the whole Anakin thing was that he was like a street racer that fix up fixes up these pod racers for yep. street racing. It was like, this whole thing. Why the fuck is he eight years old? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, it doesn't. And yeah. and what, it would, to it would, get back to what we were originally talking about was we're meant to think like what, just watch it again because you didn't yeah. watch it. Right. You didn't yeah, watch it right. It's your fault. It's your you fault. didn't watch it exactly. right. You weren't looking at the right thing. And that's that's both sides of the story too. Yeah. This for the the people that are saying it's good, the people that are saying it's bad. It's your fault if you didn't see it the right way. Yeah. Not true. You 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 saw the film yeah. that you saw, right? And that's it. You 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 got the message. And if you want to revisit it, you revisit it. Yeah. And we've all revisited all these films multiple times. And you know what? They're entertaining. They're worth buying. They're worth engaging. They're worth communicating and sharing. Uh, they, they might be. They might not be perfect. They're not yeah. perfect. But there's still amazing things to take back from it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. It's definitely been a journey. It's been a journey. So, uh, welcome to Warlando. <laughs> we're gonna, we're yes. here to talk about yeah. Age of Sigmar uh, and the realm of Shayish. No, that's not. No, happening. that, no, that, that like, didn't happen. But you got to realize, tonight, yeah, anything is possible. Yeah, no, we're over two hours in, and we've barely even mentioned the realm of death, uh, let alone trying to accomplish well, we anything. Talked about a lot of things that are are dead to us yes a lot yeah. of things that are dead to <laughs> yes us. and we talked dead, about you're dead to me like you're dead mother yeah. <laughs> what is that from <laughs> what is that from something it is what is it from oh 
You're dead to uh, me I, like your dead mother? Yeah, I, I don't know. You, okay, you, is it from your personal life experience? No, no, it is from <laughs> no, a movie. No, I, I can't exactly. remember. Like, isn't there like a... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it doesn't matter. Like Michael it, Keaton. Is, isn't there a movie where Michael Keaton is like a... Mr. Mom? Gangster? Yeah, isn't he? Not like Mr. Mom. It? There was one when no, he was no, like no. a kid, right? Mr. Mom no, was pretty he's gangster. Like, he's, oh. a, he's a... He's a... He's a... Like a... Yeah, like with him and Joe Piscopo. Yeah, and he's and like, he's once like, you, you, you know, did that to me you, once. You did, you know, your mother did that. Or uh, that's Joe Piscopo's character. Yeah. Someone did that to me once. once. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> once. I remember that movie. Once, I don't I know, know if it was the same about. thing, but um, you did to me like you did Meta. <laughs> I, I feel like it kind of falls in line with that. Yeah. I, I know the movie you're talking about. Hey, you know what? When I post this, put it in the comments. We'll put it in the comments. Yeah. Right. It wasn't yeah, the Michael awesome. Keaton movie, but it yeah. was something similar. Well, yeah. I know we, we we got a little off track. We got a little off track. Okay. So we'll, Maybe we'll make we this... got a, a lot off track, but I noticed that everything revolved around death. It did all revolve yeah. around death. The death yeah. of Jedi, the afterlife of Jedi. Exactly. Like, dead mothers. Like, the dead mothers. Dead mothers. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, so this yeah. will be The Realm of Shaiish Part 1 The Phantom Menace <laughs> No, the fan, it will be no, something Many Bothans have died Many Bothans have, have died. died for this episode <laughs> <laughs> Whatever whatever it is we, You know what, we did our best But there's priorities And you know what A good Star Wars debate Will always take Priority yeah. And that's what we ended up with tonight. Here, here. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to that, fellas. <laughs> and, All right. and I did find what the reference to that oh, was. Oh, what Michael tell. Keaton film was it? It was not a Michael Keaton film it was no. by any means. No. Was it Michael no, Keaton? No, no even like stretch to Michael Keaton. Like it didn't even like. Because there is a Michael <laughs> Keaton what? movie with Joe Piscopo. You're right. And that is uh, that is a different movie. What movie is that? Uh, it's well, a different first, movie. Yeah, like, it, it is. But first. You, you, yeah. Okay. Um, is, uh, it was Zoolander. Zoolander. Zoolander's dad said to me. To you Something. personally? No, like not to he me, spoke but to, to, to Zoolander. Like in a dream? Zoolander's <laughs> like in the dad said to Zoolander, you're dead to me. Like you're dead meta. Oh, that's John Voight. That was John Voight. Yeah, okay. Yep. You are you are correct. Nothing to do with the Joe Nothing Pisco to do movie where someone did that Keaton. to me. Once. Once. What is that movie Which with Michael movie Keaton? Is that one? Well, look up Michael Keaton. Or you know what? Look up Joe Piscopo. That's gonna be a there shorter you go. list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shorter. Probably. Much shorter list. It's all about good search knowledge. That's, it is. That's you know, awesome. narrowing your uh, Boolean Joe search terms. Johnny Dangerously. Johnny Dangerously. Oh, that's yes. right. Yes. That's it. Good nice. movie. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a very unique, good gangster film from yes. the early 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Michael Keaton pre-Batman. Yeah. So here we have. We've been from Age of Sigmar to Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> All in one episode. Everything in between. Yeah. So yeah, we are a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> so listening to this, what we're I'm still releasing things out of order. So the episode you're probably hearing before this episode was the Chaman Realm of Metal episode where we were Shaman. fucking shit face hammered. What? 
Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. I don't know how it happens. Man, we hang out and we drink beer and we have shots and like we just hang out and laugh. But then we, yeah, when we start talking about movies and we're just like, ah, and let's watch it. And And we get so excited. I know. Uh, We, we're not bad people. (laughs) We we have good intentions. We we meant to be. We just just play them on TV. We meant, we meant to like make a a fun podcast about Shaiish. Instead, we just fucking debated last jedi again yeah. like everybody else has been debating last jedi for the last two years oh that kind of takes priority <laughs> but you, you know, said it you know what this is the yeah. year this is the year. this is the year episode nine prove oh, us wrong that's right yes. Lord, prove us right. yes yes it's yeah. gonna it's either gonna bring it together or tear it apart or yeah. not matter at all It'd be a totally different thing it right. could be any of those three things or nothing at all right uh but uh you know, thank thank you for listening. This isn't the end of the show. I want to say thank you for listening. We are yeah. going to come back and do an episode where we really talk about Shaiish. And we're really going to do our homework. Shaiish. Shaiish. Yeah, it's like Nagash is here with us. <sighs> we're Seriously, we're going to do it right. We are. So you'll probably hear last week was Jamon, the previous episode. This episode will be like the, the Lost Jedi and then uh <laughs> the lost yeah, the <laughs> yeah yeah we also yeah. recorded an episode in gur that we recorded like you you, you didn't like, say it right how do you say it? no no that's no. not right either no it's Shit. it's 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 gur yeah you gotta do the kitty paws. The kitty paws. We need to set up the camera for that. So yeah, I need to see that. Gotta do the kitty paws. Yeah. So that'll be like that'll be the following the episode after this one probably. So it's gonna be a few more episodes. Bro. So sometime in Stay March. Tuned. We Stay are gonna tuned. do this right. <laughs> we got this. Shai- we're gonna we're we're gonna podcast the fuck out of Shaiish. We are gonna We're gonna do it. We're gonna do like four episodes in a row. This will be our first we can't stay on topic. <laughs> God this'll, damn it. This will be I you know what I think we should do Nicholas started this episode making a promise that he was gonna finish in the top yeah. three in Crucible. Yeah. I think we no. should make our Shaiish episode yeah. our first ever uh live stream episode. You want oh. you want to shoot for that? You want to do that? Yeah, that's a good. Think we can do that? You think we do that? Good thing to shoot for. Okay, I'm I'm on board. I will okay. do the work. Yeah. I don't know how to do the work. Yeah. You guys we'll figure, figure it out. out. The work. And I I'm, okay, we'll figure company. it out and then we'll I make sure that he's on board. Live. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You, yeah. You, <laughs> wait a minute here, <laughs> Mister. I mean, you want to say your company's name? Yeah. Uh, Stream Monkey. Yeah. yeah. So owner operator of Stream Monkey. Right. Master. We should all let's do this. The master monkey. Yeah. No problem. Oh, yes. yeah. Piece, piece of sweat. No. Piece, no sweat, piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> what you said. Yes. All right. Uh, Mark, how can yes. people get a hold of you on the internet? Oh, good Lord. Uh, yes. Oh, oh, so it's uh, at Orlando Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram and also uh, Twitter. Twitter. Twitters. Twitter. All the Twitters. Yep. And uh, also we have our Facebook page. And yes. We have our YouTube. What is that called? Just Warlando. 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 Yes. And Nicholas. I am at Warlando Nick on Instagram and Twitter. Nah, that is, yes, yeah. awesome. And if you're on Facebook, just search Warlando. Yeah, just, just Warlando. Warlando. Yeah. Yeah. It's a collective. Uh, you're on YouTube. Collaboration. Just search Warlando. Yeah. On Warlando. Uh, wait, no. Yeah. Who? Who? I'm Adam. Uh, huh. I, I'm going to say that on Twitter, I'm. 
uh, Warlando77. And on Instagram, I'm just Warlando. And I'm leaving that because... Yeah, you need um, to change that shit, man. Well, I, I hear you. I hear you. But you know what? I've been thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, at least one of us has to be just Warlando. So if someone yeah. types in Warlando, one of us comes up. Oh, that's true. You know yeah. what I mean? Otherwise, that's it a has lost. to be like at least one of us has in, in every that's category. A lost sight. At least one person has to be Warlando. So the fucking Boolean search engines work. Yeah. Your what was what was it used to be the the net whatever search engine before Google was a thing? Netscape. Netscape. Or, when you, when you go to do a Yahoo search or Netscape yeah. or an Ask Jeeves, <laughs> you can find us. Yeah. You know who that's is have, Warlando? Who is Warlando Jeeves? <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's how you get a hold of us. I don't, you know, uh, we're gonna work on skirmish. We're gonna get back into Age of Sigmar. We're probably we're gonna have a Dungeons and Dragons episode like well, let's right do that around really the corner. Soon. No, exactly. But this is uh, turned into like the fucking Last Jedi just completely yeah. took over no. our episode. Or the Lost Jedi. The Lost Jedi, which is our Lost episode, the Lost Jedi. All right, so uh, what do uh, drunken Jedi say when they're going to war? War! Skywalker would be proud. (laughs) Put those models aside. Everything else I'm going to tuck away right now. I am going just to tuck get it back. Just tuck it back and get them out of sight. I know that they're there. <laughs> just tuck it back. Oh, it's good. <laughs> I, know, I know it's back there. I know it's there. But up front, I can't see it. Would you? Would you skirmish me? I'd skirmish me. <laughs> and I feel like a different person because of it.